Welcome to Talking Heads, episode 134, your once-weekly live show for the latest in beer and tech news. I'm Jeff. I'm John. Welcome to the show, everybody. Thank you so much for joining us on this Wednesday night. Uh, if you've never seen the show before, this is usually 20 minutes of beer talk, uh, beer, alcohol, cocktail, just anything that's in the Something, news. yeah. Uh, we go about an hour to an hour and a half of tech talk, uh, and then we jump into games, entertainment, pop culture, or whatever we feel about whatever we feel like talking about. Uh, today's going to be a little bit more of a condensed show because there's just not a lot of news. So we're going to try to get through the uh, all that news within the first hour. And then the second hour will be whatever you guys want to talk about. Uh, AMA. Yeah. Um, uh, during the show, we do drink alcohol. However, we do keep the content as friendly as possible in both language and content. Uh, if you are drinking along with us, please... Let us know in the chat. Jeff's audio sounds muffled. I, I think I was down a little bit from uh, from another thing that I was doing. There we go. Um, uh, if you're drinking along with us, let us know in the chat. We'll give some early show shout outs. And if you feel like dropping a super chat my way, it is much appreciated. And we will read all of those that come in. Did I get it all? Yes, I believe so. Um, yeah. The, the gist of it. I mean, it's like 90%, right? I mean, <laughs> it, it does get kind of like, oh, wait, what what is my routine? Now, like, I'm just so used to saying it every time. I actually maybe write it down, but I never do. Sorry, I was doing a voiceover thing earlier, which is a much lower level than than podcast levels. So uh, I forgot to turn my mic back up. But you know what? I fixed the bitrate in the live stream and, and everything else. So and everyone's saying, there we go. Awesome. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> now that I'm in the show, welcome to the show. <laughs> Uh, let's see, we got, we already got a couple of drinks going on, um, Utapil, uh, Blade Bikini Summer Wheat by Novella Hub, 5.2%, um, uh, Glen Meringue, uh, Glen Meringue, I believe is how you say that one, uh, Sherry Cask Finish, uh, 12-year scotch, ooh, from Richard, uh, that's a bit early for scotch right now, maybe later in the show. It's always the perfect time for Scott for Jeff, though. Yeah. Usually a little, even just a quarter ounce. That's, that's <laughs> all I really need, you know, after the show. Just just a little bit. Jeff just leans over to the side. Glug, glug, glug. Yeah. <laughs> hey, I'm back. what I miss? <laughs> <laughs> all, all right. right. Uh, let's get straight into it. John, what are you drinking tonight? Uh, I'm drinking a Orange Starfire by Asland Beer Company. This was actually sent to me by one of your Patreons. <laughs> what the heck? <laughs> yes. Uh, <laughs> the benefits of getting all the wonderful benefits and not doing any of the work. <laughs> How long are my coattails? My goodness. <laughs> so, yeah, it, it's uh, basically just a really actually it seems to be a very standard IP. It's not even 6%. It's 5.7%. Uh, so pretty low, um, but I kind of wanted to just drink it on here since it was given to me by one of your patrons. I was like, well, I at least want to, nice. you know. Did uh, Novella Hub sound that out or yeah. who, who was that one? Yeah. 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 Nailed it. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you as always, Novella Hub. You rock. Uh, we do have a $2 uh, super chat. Big Big Spoon first, fellas. I guess uh, Big Big Spoon can claim first if he pays me money. Because uh, <laughs> the, the first comment does have a price and apparently it's $2. Uh, five dollars, big big spoon. Can we get hops to bring out the boot for this show? That's only for my show. Yeah. 
We practice responsible drinking yes. on Jeff's show. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> That's why I can't. I mean, I could I could drink out of it. This one beer, sure. I'm not going to yeah. fill it up. Right. <laughs> I don't. I don't think anyone wants to watch you drink a heel, though. <laughs> just just bubbling it up. Although I, I can do a, a classic John pour, then just straight down. That's right. <laughs> this is nitro you, or not, doesn't matter. I got room. I've seen your head work. You can probably fill that thing with a single pint. <laughs> with a single? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, and I realized I forgot to grab my beer out of the fridge. So if you want to pour yours real quick. Oh, I uh, sure can. Let's go ahead. And Skull says he missed the name of the beer. So announce it again. Oh, uh, it is um, uh, Aslan Beer Company Orange Starfire. So it's got this kind of a starfish. Um, and then this blue, what looks like, you know, water that's the label pretty simple label but cool at the same time uh very light looking almost kind of pours a little white and orange creamsicle looking there we go yeah very very like off-putting faded creamy white you can't it comes off more yellow to you guys but uh, here, yeah, there's like a shade of white to it. Very looks Look, like a creamsicle. Looks like molded tang. Yeah, kind of like that. <laughs> mm, smells good, though. What'd you get? Uh, I'm drinking the one you brought me yesterday. Oh, nice. Or the day before. Uh, the day before. Uh, Boulevard Brewing, Restless Nights. Uh, uh, collaboration I'm... with Boulevard and uh, Modern Times, correct? Yes, I was going to say, yeah. I believe it's collaboration. Yeah. Uh, Boulevard Brewing and Modern Times collaboration, Restless Nights. Uh, it's a bourbon barrel-aged coffee porter with uh, uh, with bourbon barrel-aged beans. Yes. I uh, fig- I thought you'd uh, appreciate that beer. Yes. Uh, and shockingly, only 7.5%. Well, that was the other thing. I was like, well, this is, uh, if you're ever wanting a light barrel-aged beer, I hope it's good. Don't know. Yeah. But uh, thin- I'll try anything barrel-aged. I'm, right. I'm, That's, uh, yeah. So... It looks like coffee. Like it's a, it's a very, very. Is it looking like it's pouring thick? No, it's not. Interesting. Oh yeah. It's, it's fairly light bodied. You can already tell that. Not a, not a huge head on it. No, not a huge but, head on it. But that was actually kind of a light color as it was coming through. I mean, once it's in the glass, it's, it's pretty yeah. thick. But. But yeah, that's what that's the same with with this one. It was much lighter pouring out. Oops, there we go. Than the camera, it's lens. <laughs> I have to actually have my beer almost all the way to the arm's length away, <laughs> or else the lens focuses, camera focuses on it. Yep. No, this is actually pretty nice. It's very strong aromatic with a hint of grass, like a lot of tropical lemon lime. Kind of, kind of uh, reminds me more of uh, hazy. I know this is a hazy IPA, obviously, but more of how tropical IPAs used to smell like ten years ago. Not this yeah. big, not a whole lot of fruit. There's some in there, but then there's still pine in this, which yeah. is nice in the aroma. And the flavor is nice and light. A lot of grass notes, surprising. It's like wheat, wheat, grass, and citrus peel. Yeah, nice. Yeah, um, that's really nice. This one, shockingly enough, smells like coffee with a little bit of chocolate. <laughs> I mean, it's kind of hard to go wrong with that. Right, uh, I know. It's, it's definitely way more light bodied than I'm used to tasting in a barrel aged porter or stout. 
um, because usually they're very, very thick. This is light and bubbly and actually a little bit too carbonated. Um, it's um, almost needs to go. You want yeah, it to go it, flat. It needs to go a little, yeah, it needs to go a little bit flat because the carbonation is actually not allowing me to taste much inside of here. Yeah, um, yeah I hate. It tastes like cold coffee. Yeah, I, I hate I hate when uh, they overcarbonate something and and stuff like that happens. Uh, I don't know if they intentionally did that or it's just like, hey, we got a you know it's a porter. This is how much we pressurize our ferment our can or you know uh, pressurize our, this stouts or porters or whatever, and that's yeah. how it gets canned. Um, because it is 7.5%, so it's not like super like big in ABV. Right. I'm going to reserve judgment until this one warms up a little bit. I don't know if I'm going to be able to get rid of, rid, ah, get rid of any of that carbonation. But uh, thus far, I, I'm not a huge fan. <laughs> really not. Well, it sounded good. Uh, someone's still saying your mic is a little quiet. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Level, I, one, level wise, I'm I'm dead even with John, so I don't know what the problem is. I, I hear you good. And and you're go and I'm going through the same mic channel that that you're getting uh, using the same capture. So no, um, I, I'm I, so I, can... I I think it's I think because I'm going through a much cheaper microphone. Mine's coming up very tinny, but you know really high end, yeah. and yours is very mid range. It seems to be, and that might be making people think that oh you're lower. Wrong um, mic selected. I only have one microphone plugged in. It might, right. I want to talk about me. I'm going to move my mic a little closer. Let's see. Do that. Do that. See if that helps. So, yeah, it's my old, my old boom mic. I could go with my lapel, but yeah, this is all set up now. Okay. I, I don't know, people. I don't know yeah. what to tell you. All right. You got another super chat. Awesome. Uh, cajoling technologies. I like that name. Four ninety nine. Uh, hey, just built a PC for four K streaming and a home YouTube studio for my channel. What bitrate and OBS? I'm assuming you're using NVENC also. Um, I am using NVENC. Um, although YouTube does not like the new NVENC encoder. Uh, so if I post a live stream with the new NVENC, uh, then it drops it down to like ten frames per second, and it's really frustrating. Um, and I've made that mistake multiple times. Um. Uh that what happened so, Monday? Yeah, that's what happened Monday. So if you go look at my stream with uh, Bite My Bits from Monday, the playback is about 10 frames per second. And that's after YouTube re-encodes it. Uh, it. It doesn't like that codec for whatever reason, but it does like the standard NVENC. So if you use that, that's perfectly fine. Um, I'm streaming up at 4K30. And uh, what I found is somewhere between 12.5 and 14.5 works really good for that upload. Um, I've also done 1080.60 and usually about 8 megabit gets that done. Uh, so you don't need a huge amount of data piping out. You don't need to send 40 megs up to get a pretty good looking stream. Coaster stuck to my cup. Ah. Oh, I'm, I'm like watching the YouTube and um, I was like, wow, your mouth is still moving. Your audio cut out. And I was like, oh, wait, no, <laughs> the live is right next <laughs> to me. And notes. All right. Um, should we get into it? Let's get into it. All right. The first story of the day. Now, this is. Um, not necessarily breaking news because if you are a craft beer fan, you probably have already seen this. Yep. Um, and if you live in California or anywhere else, you've probably already seen this and you are a beer drinker. But uh, one of the world's most sought after IPAs, especially probably one in the United States at least, 
yeah. um, and the West Coast, and usually considered in any beer list top five like best beers ever. Ninety mm percent -hmm. of the time, this beer's one or two considered yeah. a lot of time. Um, and what I'm talking about, um, Russian River Brewing's Pliny the Elder, probably the grandfather, the granddaddy of all um, West Coast Imperial IPAs. 90% of the time, the only way to get it is you got to go to the brewery and you got to pick it up in one of their bottles there. Or if your local taproom's lucky enough to get a keg of it, it's there. Otherwise, you'll never see it in a bottle shop. Yep. Nowhere else. Uh, well, because of the whole Mexican virus stuff, um, they've done something that they said they wouldn't ever do. It's actually can Pliny the Elder. Yep. And the other really cool part is if you live anywhere in California, you can get it shipped to your house. Yep. Now, actually, the interesting is the thing is, though, this actually isn't the regular recipe for Pliny the Elder. This isn't the classic. This is actually a, it's, it's called Pliny for President. Um, it's a special blue label can, um, mm -hmm. kind of very old school Americana with uh, a red Pliny, some uh, stars. And everything that comes in a four pack. They didn't tell me tell me the price, but officially went out uh, May the twenty second. Um, I already saw tons of people having this on the craft beer scene that I'm a part of. And um, but this is actually hopped differently. So this actually has a different dry hop schedule with different hops than the hmm. standard one. So it's actually not the original Pliny the Elder. Uh, that's what makes it a little bit different. So you're actually still not getting Pliny the Elder. <laughs> this right. is Pliny for President. Or Pliny the Elder, Pliny for President. Yes. Yeah, they, they are putting it under the Pliny for uh, Pliny the Elder name. Yes. Uh, and they have distributed some other variants of it. There was Pliny the Younger or Pliny, Pliny the... The Younger, yeah. So Pliny the Younger, the, yeah. the younger is the uh, in, uh, triple IPA version. Yeah. Yeah, so there have been variants of the recipe out there, uh, but uh, so they're 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 holding true. This still isn't the original recipe of Pliny the Elder being distributed. Yeah, no, it it went live uh, on the twenty sixth, and within two hours, they said um, they were already fully sold out. That's how yeah. fast um, it went. And I think e even when I saw this um, article, and I was like, okay, I'm gonna go create some notes here for us, and I'll pop it on there. Like ten minutes later, it was already on your Discord. Like, oh, Pliny's over, you know. Uh, it's yeah. coming out. And I was like, ah, dang it. Everyone's already going to know about this. <laughs> but it, it is that big of a deal. It's one of those, even if you um, like have, are, are a big Haze Boy fan or whatever, and even if you don't think it's the greatest beer, it's one of those bag, you badge checklists. You kind of almost want to have Pliny yes. the Elder under your badge of like, I had it. You know, even if you don't think it's that great. Uh, I'm ashamed to say I haven't yet. You know, I, I, I would almost say, I, I bet you... Haven't you? I could have. Didn't we bring one? Nope. nope. Oh. Nope. And then I know, I know, because I know there's a couple of restaurants here in in the Salem area that usually get it like every third Saturday, or every fifth Saturday is what it is, or Friday, mm -hmm. every fifth Friday, I think is what they call it. Um, uh, Venti's. Venti's gets it. Oh, really? On draft. So. Um, uh, that's right around the corner <laughs> exactly but there and then theirs is the original recipe and yes. then they also are guaranteed the younger too younger is actually worth uh going after if you yeah. like big multi old school because plenty of the elder the original recipe 
is is that old school it's clear i can see through the ipa it's malty it's grassy it's piney um again too this was this is a recipe that was made in early 2000s so and they still maintain that recipe so it's not going to be this big juice bomb so you might sit there and think it's eh, okay yep. but take it into context that this recipe has been going for 20 years yeah, plus it's, it's kind of in that same category of the Sierra Nevada Pale and the, the Stone IPA and, and those kind of standards that were established in the late 90s, early 2000s yeah. that are still very, very pure as far as, you know, beers go. There's not a lot yeah. of additives. There's not a lot of weird processes. It's just hops, malt, barley, yeah. toss, toss it in a, in a bin, let it ferment and do your thing. Yeah, yeah. So it's basically like the the, the granddaddy of uh, I think this was number two or number three. I forget who did it first, Stone or them of of Imperial um, mm -hmm. IPAs. Yeah. Um. So it, it is the quintessential West Coast IPA style type of a thing. So that if you got your hands on it, I'm sure there's going to be a lot of people trading for this. Um. I don't think it's going to be too worth it, but I I did find it interesting, and I hope that because of this being success that maybe they do can more, maybe they do distribute, maybe we even find it more on like Tavor or something like that, that can be distributed even larger areas. I mean, I even know Hetty Topper somehow made it over this way to Oregon, yep. which they claimed three I years ago. Yeah, they claimed three <laughs> years ago, they would never they would never do it. Because when, when I owned the tap room, I begged them to be like, I will fly out there and, and just mail me a case or I'll, I'll pay the $100 in shipping. They're like, no, we don't do that. Yeah, you know, uh, and I, I will say, heady topper worth a plane trip. Yeah, yeah, no, I mean again, that one's it, worth a flight. It's 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 <laughs> worth it's worth one of the check-ins. It is that was amazingly good. Ah, I mean, Steve didn't care for it too much, and I understand that people still do that. I mean, you got when you're big beer drinkers like us, we try lots of different styles. Uh, yes. You know, the weirdest stuff. And yeah, then when you get to this, like, this is supposed to be a, a solid beer. This is their flagship beer that is still relevant today that people still think is one of the greatest beers out there because they're still doing it the exact same way. Um, and it's worth trying that, you know, it's like having the greatest uh, salami, you know, pastrami sandwich or something like that. Yeah, right. you can get pastrami anywhere and someone makes it different all these other places, but you want that little deli in the back you know, of New yeah. York. And that just makes it the best way because they marinate it some special way. Yep. So that, that one pizza house in Chicago. That, yeah. Yeah. That, that one sub shop in Philly. That, you know, that has, yeah, they've, they've yeah. been, uh, they haven't cleaned their oven in 40 years and the grease is collected and, <laughs> you know, right. it's got that little bit of burnt flavoring all over the place. Yes. Uh, <laughs> so you just, actually that, I swear. So there's there's a pizza place local to me. Used to be local. Abby's Abby's Pizza. Yeah. And uh, it, their kitchen caught on fire, and they had to get rid of their oven and buy a new one. And I swear, ever since then, I was like, yeah, it's just not the same. Not the same. It's not the same. I mean, it's, it's close, but it's just like I. There was more grease. There was more. It, it yeah. just felt like everything was seasoned. That oven was seasoned. Every pot. And pan that they made a pizza in was seasoned perfectly for like thirty years. Because I remember well, going there's there. there there's stories of uh, of distilleries getting new getting new pot stills and uh, and using the exact same recipe in the exact same location and under the exact same circumstances, temperature, humidity, everything else. And their their distillate their their liquor that they're producing comes out tasting so bizarre. Yeah, and uh, it turns out that because the old still 
uh, was like this old copper still and was like beaten and dinged in all these other places. Well, they got a new one that was perfectly smooth. It didn't produce the same, you know, distillate. And so they would actually go back in with a hammer and, and recreate the dents in the still. And that actually fixed the flavor profile. Oh, okay. yeah. <laughs> that, that, that is uh, time and time again, that story has come up. And it's, it's definitely true that the equipment that you use and, and the length of time that it's used for absolutely has something to do with your end result. Um, so yeah, it's, it's same kind of thing. Uh, and someone says it's 2020. I feel old. Uh, I made my wife feel really old earlier today. <laughs> um, uh, she said something and I said, I've been doing it that way for 17 years. She goes, we haven't been together that long. I went, yes, yeah, we have. Oh yeah. Well, uh, 17 years. Yeah. <laughs> well, speaking of uh, like Russian River and Sierra, uh, Sierra Nevada, I believe, and I don't remember which way it went. I was trying to Google it just now, but I remember uh, whichever one started first. I think Sierra Nevada started first. And the way Russian River started, or Russian River started out, was they got the original equipment uh, by just pure chance that Sierra Nevada started with. Oh. And the, the original fermenter, the original boiler, mm-hmm. everything. And they were using that for the longest time. And then Sierra Nevada bought it back from them. And so it was very interesting because the, the head, I, and again, I, I could have the two reversed, but it was the head brewer, the original owner, he hand built it, uh, mm-hmm. all, all hand welded it, hand, hand hammered it and everything like that. And so um, I know it finally got back to its original home. I'll, I'll probably go look that article up and post it on Discord. It is. It really. It's a really fun read for beer culture, uh, and everything. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, Big Big Spoon isn't Pliny the younger the better stuff. It is the bigger stuff. It is. The, it, it is the bigger stuff. It is the, it is the stuff. triple IPA. I I personally do prefer that just because it's uh after you've had so many IPA, it's that more complex. You can yeah. really enjoy it. But again, too, if you want to come at it as look, here's the original West Coast Devil IPA. You want to taste the grandfather of them all. This is it. And you should taste that to appreciate everything else. What? My battery's low. Hang on. Oh, what? Ah! My son unplugged my laptop. <laughs> Probably while playing. And there we go. It's plugged in now. Okay. I still I still have not built a technical difficulties flag to hang over the, uh, the other side of this chat window. <laughs> I really should. <laughs> Oh, don't worry. There'll be at least one today. Yeah. <laughs> I got I got to change batteries. <laughs> I, I've, I've been wanting to do like the, the Zoidberg, like holding up like a bunch of videotape <laughs> or something like that. <laughs> yeah. Uh, technical difficulties and have the music play. Just a little piano jig. Anyway, Anheuser-Busch has a plan. Yes, they do have a plan. Uh, when you open this, be careful. The video automatically plays. I already paused it. Good. Thank you. Uh, so and I, so we've talked about this because of what's going on right now. Uh, we've talked about this a number of times. Beer is expiring. Yes. Um, and Pegs have back. a three-month shelf life. Exactly. And we've basically reached that already. Yeah. Uh, and that's if you got your keg right at the beginning, too. So most of these places probably have been sitting on three-month-old kegs already and serving it to you, like those dive bars. You'll taste it. Trust me. You'll know. Yeah. <laughs> um, it just tastes flat and weird. And God, I hope they clean their lines. Yeah. That's all, yeah, that's all I hope for. I, I, I would rather have 
a six month old beer on clean lines than yes. a fresh beer on dirty lines. Yes. That, um, that's the only thing I can think of after, after, you know, helping you run the tap house a little bit. God, <laughs> I hope they, they clean their lines. That's yeah. all, that's all I want. <laughs> so many stories I heard from guys like, oh yeah, I went clean their lines. It's like, oh, it's so disgusting. Yep. So disgusting. But, uh, so Anheuser-Busch has a plan to, um, actually help out all of the bars and tap rooms and restaurants that basically are, have expired cakes. They are actually doing, I, I think this is actually pretty cool because yes. they're going to lose money on this. Yeah. Um, and now it's not necessarily a plan of what to do with expired beer for on their side, but what to do with the restaurants, the tap room, what are they doing with their expired beer? They're saying, call us up and we will trade you flat out for a brand mm -hmm. new fresh keg of beer because we want our brand to be represented as we're giving you fresh beer and that's what you're getting every time. Um, so they are planning on trading. You just call up your local distributor and they will trade your, they're told to be trade outs straight out. And I believe this is even, even for, um, open cakes too. Yeah. So freshly tapped ones. They will give you a brand new keg of Anheuser Busch Bud Light, whatever their version of the product is. Cause they are mm -hmm. guaranteeing that they want, uh, the way they phrase it was, they want your first beer to be a fresh beer. Yeah. When you're at, this is because places are starting to open up and certain places are phase one is 25% uh, occupancy in certain restaurants. And, a lot, and uh, to my surprise, I don't know why, but Anheuser-Busch seems to be very popular in a lot of restaurants as a beer choice. I wouldn't pick it, but, you know, whatever. Yeah, but no, this is absolutely a class move by them. Uh, you know, uh, uh, I was reading the article, Anheuser-Busch shares are down 50%. Yeah. And, and they're not alone in that metric as far as, uh, you know, food, beer, wine, liquor, etc. Uh, the entire industry. They're not alone in that segment of we are down literally 50% of our value. Um, but uh, they're still going about things the right way. They still donated a million dollars for relief efforts. They're still, you know... Uh, you know, going after efforts like this of replacing kegs that have gone bad and helping the small guys because Anheuser-Busch knows they can probably weather the storm. Whereas yeah. the little mom and pop, you know, tap houses, they're, they're not going to be so lucky. And uh, so, yeah, th this is an awesome move by them. Yeah, no, actually uh, something interesting I did read um, wasn't this article. I thought about posting it, but it was very small in detail uh, was that um, there is actually one or the beer companies they are finding that are flourishing actually during this are the extremely cheap beers. The Natty Light, the um, Bush Lights are actually, uh, they said their sales actually went up 8%. Yeah. Do you know why so, that is? It's the same reason that every time there's an economic downturn, you start seeing Little Caesars pop up in place of the local mom and pop pizza shops. It's yeah. Because Little Caesars is cheap. Yes, exactly. So, um, but Again, too, those are also... Caesars oh. all but died in the mid-2000s. All of a sudden, 2008 popped up, and there were like seven of them within driving distance. Oh, yeah. You know, in all With the honest, housing crisis. In all honesty, I, I kind of like Little Caesars now. As a quick... I want. I love I, Little Caesars. I, I, I will take a fresh Little Caesars over quite a few things, actually. Uh, yeah. Price point and flavor. If I get it fresh, it's yep. actually extremely good. Totally. I, th I think, and I think well worth the value. Now I know that, yeah, there's better mom and pop shops, but I'm yep. paying, you know, $14 a slice 
I'm paying five bucks for a whole pie. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and I literally just pull up in my car and take it and drive there, away. There, there's a there's a Little Caesars and there's a Domino's in, in my area, and they're the exact same distance away from me. Um, and it's kind of like a 50-50 split. Uh, yeah. If I want to spend $2 more and get a better crust, go to Domino's. If I yep. want, you know, five bucks in and out, Little Caesars. That, that's exactly and what crazy I do. bread. Yes. Oh, my God. And there, again, <laughs> if you just get it fresh, there, actually, I think they probably have the best. By gravy. the way, this 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 uh, segment is not sponsored by <laughs> Little Caesars. It can be, though. It could be. <laughs> I did I did try their um, their new one. This space for sale. <laughs> I did try their new one, the uh, what with the extra mozzarella, and it was too much cheese, too too much yeah. cheese. Yeah. Um, just their standard pepperoni is great. I never have tried though the that bacon wrapped crust one. I have. It's pretty. It's is pretty it? solid. Oh, okay. Yeah. I actually prefer their deep dish. Uh, the the eight dollar. The eight dollar. Yeah. I'll go get I'll go get the lunch. Uh, the deep dish lunch special. It's mm-hmm. only five bucks, and you get the four slices. And it's like honestly, that's all I need. I don't. I don't need yeah. a whole lot. Yeah. Um. So, but yeah, there's some pretty cool class acts, and then I, I like at the end too. They also talk about um, in this article a lot of the other places that have done the Bacardi um, is has donated three million. Uh, they even talked about the Ryan Reynolds Aviation Gin. So, yeah. Uh, yeah, and uh, C- Courage and Stone should be on that list as well for uh, Aisha Tyler's company. Yeah, uh, you know, I, and and I I said it put put my money where my mouth is. It's exactly what I did. I heard Aviation was donating forty percent of all proceeds to uh, out of work bartenders, and so was Courage and Stone. And I went online and I bought that same day. I yeah. went if if they're going to support them, I'm going to support these companies uh, because they're they're doing the right thing regardless of of profit or anything like that. So. Um, I don't know that I'm going to go out and buy a, a 12 pack of Bud Budweiser to uh, support Hanazer Bush, but uh, yeah, yeah, you know, I'll, I'll I'll buy a Goose Island. You know, <laughs> I'll buy something, maybe uh, a 10 barrel. It's all right. It's all right. See, you don't have to buy it. Other people buy it, and then they give it to you. Because <laughs> uh, so you got someone to buy it. Yeah. <laughs> so right. you're being you got you got bite my bits to buy Bud Light lemonade. Me and bite my bits to buy Bud Light lemonade. Speaking just... of bite my bits, two dollar donations sold. I guess he's buying my space for sale. <laughs> this segment brought to you by Bite My Bits, the second best YouTube channel on YouTube. He just wants to like have a dancing thing on your two dollars, two dollars. <laughs> <laughs> I just, I wanted to be there the day he filmed all of those and just had to edit them. Awesome. And just like, what am I doing with that? <laughs> <laughs> uh, anyway, moving right along. You get what you pay for, Jason. That's all I can tell you. Well, moving that, right along. Yeah, moving um, right along. That is it for the beer news. Yep. Unless... That's that's all I got for beer news. So yeah, 31 they're... minutes into beer news. That's fine. So I can comment it. Uh, wasn't like last time, hour and what, hour and 10, hour and mm-hmm. 11 minutes. Yeah, it was 70 minutes of beer news last week. Because again, last week was very sparse for news as well. Mm. All right, uh, moving right along. Uh, so Apple has been long rumored to be bringing a set of augmented reality glasses to the market. Um, kind of similar to Google Glass with the Google Glass Explorer edition that came out years and years ago. Um, where they're trying to do the world are you doing, John? Oh, my, my son is staring at me. Okay. <laughs> he, he is like, he wants to watch. <laughs> okay. 
No, uh, it's it, it's to it's to you, Jeff. Come here, come here. I was I was going. I'm watching you. What do you want? Do I cut to commercial? <laughs> Am I over time? I didn't think I was. Um. Anyway, uh, very similar to the Google Glass Explorer edition that came out years ago. This is going to be a wear on your face all the time. Pop up notifications, Google, you know, or you know, map directions, uh, music, camera, etc. Yeah. Um. And uh, there's some pretty concrete evidence that they're getting very close to release uh, because we now have uh, leaked documentation of pricing uh, as well as some particular models that may be coming out. Uh, what we do know is Google Glass is going to, or Google Glass. I keep calling it Google yeah, Glass because it's it Google Glass. Glass first. Yeah. And, and so I don't know how Apple's going to get away with calling it Glass because Google already had a retail product identical in almost every single description. Like, it's a pair of glasses you wear on your face that projects things into your eyes. Oh, like Google Glass. <laughs> yeah. Well, maybe they're going to call it, like, Google Eyeglass with right. the eye part of it. And so it's like... Eye, eyeglasses. Yeah. Google Eyeglasses uh, uh, would uh, work. Eye, eyeglasses. Yeah, Google... Eye, or Apple Eyeglass. I was doing it, too. Yeah, see? It, yeah. Because did... Google Glass was already a thing. It's been in my brain for seven years now. Yeah. Like, I can't just take that back. And this is why copyright law exists. <laughs> uh, anyway, Apple Glass uh, will re will start at retail for about four ninety nine, and it will work with your prescription lenses. Um, but now they are uh, they're stating that that will probably be a higher price with the with the prescription added, though. Oh, totally. Yeah. Um, you know, and, and that's kind of natural for things. Uh, uh, there's there's a number of companies that offer things like that, and then prescriptions are extra. You look at you know Oculus Rift, you know, yeah. or or HTC, where you can get prescription lenses, but you have to pay extra for the prescription lenses. Yet again, sticking it to us guys who are blind. <laughs> I mean, I got contacts, so I'm good. <laughs> I know. Uh, anyway, uh, so a lot of cool features that are coming out for the uh, for uh, Apple Glass. I almost called it Google again. Uh, for Apple Glass, um, did you ever try a Google Glass Explorer kit? I, I did not. I even signed up to be a uh, prototype developer for it, and they yeah. were th I, I uh, missed it. Uh, by like a couple hundred people for me to get a prototype one. Mm -hmm. So, but uh, did you ever get to try it? I did get to try it. Uh, a buddy of mine had one. And uh, probably the coolest aspect that I had never really thought about was driving directions. Wearing something on your face that has your driving directions just hovering above your vision. And it has a like a 3D representation of a map. Yeah. Uh, in, in your vision. So kind of like your, your GPS does on your dashboard. But uh, as you turned, it would turn in your vision and, 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 and rotate in real time. And it's like, that is cool. That's cool. That is, that is the, the Star Trek level tech that I've been waiting to, yeah. to get in my life. Now, I remember like the commercial for it stayed in like walking directions with the arrow too. I was like, mm -hmm. oh, I, I always thought that was cool. Because I always really liked the aspect more of not the messenger and I get to read my messages. It was more of just walking around or the looking up a price and it gives you information. Can you fly it. a Black Hawk helicopter? Not yet. Yeah. <laughs> Somehow I know Kung Fu. Yeah. <laughs> now I do. I'm yeah. watching the YouTube video for it right now. Right now. Yeah. <laughs> it has AI and it's going to anticipate the guy's move and it's going to tell me when to block yeah. and how to do it. 
That's what Trinity was doing. She wasn't actually like downloading the conscious or downloading the instruction manual for Black Hawk helicopter. She was just watching the YouTube video. Someone starting it up. She goes, okay, so this lever. Yeah. <laughs> click. Okay, okay. Oh, I damn it. It's this. an ad. It's an ad. Get off. <laughs> click. Click. Next. Neo, I can't skip for another 10 seconds. <laughs> yeah. Just hold him there. Hang on. <laughs> Um, so I can't move my main camera, but I can move John's camera. So I, uh, brought in my dog bed cause my dog was going to stay in here and my cat took it over. You can see him down there. That's, uh, we just saw your thigh. Yeah. Okay. Well, yeah, I mean, we saw it in the pan. Yeah. So. Yeah. Yeah. I just looked down and my cat is laying on my, my massive dog bed. He kicked the dogs out of it. Well, your cat's pretty big. So he, he getting it's bigger getting every there. day, man. Yeah. Yeah, they, they said, uh, well, he's a Siberian cat. He's the second largest domestic house cat. Um, so 20 pounds is kind of like the the zero <laughs> threshold. <laughs> like if he's not 20, he's undersized. So he's, uh, gosh, seven months old, and I think he just crossed nine and a half or 10 pounds. Jeez. Like he's, he's a big cat. Yeah. And he's still got probably another year to keep growing. <laughs> so, yeah, I'm he's going to be, he's gonna be uh, a big one. I'm going to be right back. Uh, I got two minutes and my son would like to be tucked in. Not a problem. All right. You, um, you can, if you had, this is the time where you need either technical difficulties or, you know, if, if, if Jason wants to buy this space, you can put a picture of him up there. That's right. Jason, uh, this space bucks. is for sale. Yeah. 50 bucks, 50 bucks. I'll put your face up. Um, so yeah, uh, I am kind of looking forward to the world of augmented tech. Um, I, like I said, I did get to try a Google Glass Explorer edition. Uh, and while it wasn't the best experience in the world, it wasn't like mind changing, there were some aspects of it that I would really like to incorporate into my daily life. Uh, now, number one, I'm a glasses wearer anyway, so why not accentuate, you know, what I've already got on me? But the driving directions for your map, the um, and the same thing that I would use a, a smartwatch for, which is checking notifications. Do I need to pull my phone out of my pocket right now? Uh, and and that's exactly one dollar, Jason. <laughs> uh, you know what? One dollar will put your face up here. Hold on a second. Um, right, my that's. Let's just get an image of, there we go. Six seconds here. Two, three, four. There we go. Now we got bite my bits. Happy? That's your dollar. You just spent your dollar. Uh, can I go full screen with it? Nope. Stupid windows. All right. Nope. Jeez. All right. Jason's up on screen. Good enough. All right. Anyway, yeah, there weren't like, you know, paradigm shifting uh, aspects of Google Glass, but uh, I'd use it the same way that I would use a smartwatch, which is if my phone goes off in my pocket and I... You know, it's, oh, that's my email chime. 
do I need to read this email right now? Do I actually need to take it out of my pocket, unlock the phone, go to my email, you know, open that message and read it? Or is it something that I can save for another time? And uh, I had a Pebble uh, and I wore a Pebble for almost three years uh, before they were unfortunately bought out by Fitbit. Uh, but uh, yeah, it's, uh, I would get a notification and I would go, oh, that's from this person. I've been waiting to hear from them. So now I can take my phone out of my pocket and use it. Otherwise it's nope. And so it didn't save me an immense amount of time every single time, but it saved me 30 seconds from having to open my, take my phone out of my pocket, open it up, unlock it. What was the notification? Who's it from? Oh, I can deal with that later versus nope. And I can get back to work. Uh, and so you do that a hundred times a day. That's a crap ton of time that you've saved not looking at your phone. Okay. John, your, your voice has changed dramatically. You finish your beer? Uh, I'm, I, I'm about two thirds of the way through. Oh, okay. I'm about half. <laughs> Cajoling technologies. Are we bidding for this ad spot? Uh yeah, uh two ninety nine would uh would bump you up in the bidding, so uh absolutely I'll sell this ad spot. <laughs> I don't I don't need to look at John all day. <laughs> Wait, did he actually buy it? Uh he, he paid a dollar, so I put his image up on that <laughs> over <laughs> your face. <laughs> at least pixelated. Oh. Right? Right? Oh so good looking. Uh if only he could grow a beard. <laughs> so, uh, you're not even done with yours yet. What are you doing asking I me said, if I'm done with mine? I said I was half done. Oh. I'm I'm closer than you are. Eh. You got the, the wide body. I got the tiny little stem. It's true. So, wait. Okay. All right, my cat wants out. Ten seconds. Aha! I'm going to sell your ad space. If only I can control it. I have a sticky note that technically on my screen that is Jason, um, but I don't know if that actually how YouTube works. But I did sell your space while you were gone. Okay. Uh, but it was only on my personal screen. Okay, gotcha. Yeah. So John's going to stare at your advertisement for, for the next 20 minutes. Yep, that's how, that, that's how it works. Are you going to buy anything? No. No, <laughs> <laughs> not from that channel. <laughs> uh, I wonder if you can use Apple Glass to cheat in Valve Index games, AR and VR. Uh, not likely, unless you have the cheat codes like open in front of you and manage to cram your face into, into that with a pair of glasses. Oh, yeah. Well, I don't even know because I was looking over some of the guesswork patent designs. And so they were talking about they wanted it to be, and I don't know if you said it while I was gone, but to be more of it's still being pro most of the processing power still being on your phone. On your phone. Right. Yeah. And so they're trying to make it more slim and sleek. But some of the designs that were showing, I was like, I, I wouldn't wear that. That's not yeah. a very slim and sleek design. What? At least that now. Work. Now let let me just say, all of the renders are just that. Their fans going, "This is what it could look like. Yeah. It's the future, man." They 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 have no idea what they're going to look like. Yeah, I know. So I now the the main picture that's on there. If they do look like normal glasses, but maybe normal thicker, glasses with thicker bands, right? 
you know, uh, I would probably, oh yeah, okay, I'm down with, you know, basically everything's just a little bit thicker. Uh, yeah. So it looks very, you know, 80s yep. nerd uh, type thing. Yeah, I'd be probably down to wear something like that, trying it yeah. out. Yeah, I've seen your regular glasses when you don't wear your contacts. Yeah. <laughs> I ha I wear them a lot of time at work, just they're UV uh, protective, so. Yep. It's not a good yeah. image on, on my, my beer drinking channel, Jeff. Glasses. <laughs> uh, I think you'd get more street cred if you wear some uh, rimmed glasses, actually. <laughs> I was thinking you, about an eye patch. You need a fedora, though. Oh, I have one. Nah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> John is a card-carrying member of the hipster movement. <laughs> oh, I am. I think just about everyone in Oregon has some kind of fedora or hipster I think I got a pipe around here too. I may own a flat cap. Yeah. <laughs> Hang just, on. Just saying. I'm just gonna do the whole whole, whole episode on my guy. There you go. <laughs> doing the whole time. I got I got my my I, craft IPA craft IPA glass and my and my pipe. There we go. That's all we need. <laughs> and my awesome. my. My cheap artisan or my artisan beer mug to do something fancy. Well, actually, I need like a mason jar. If I had a yeah. mason jar, that would be more hipster. I, I got some upstairs. <laughs> <laughs> calculator watches were the new hotness back then. I had a Shut calculator up. watch. <laughs> I did. I did. I totally had one. I thought it was cool. Like you guys need something multiplied? I got this. I got right. this. <laughs> quick, quick! Ask me what the square root of whatever is. <laughs> yeah, I got, I got this. I got this. I can totally do this. <laughs> the only problem I hated so about those, too. yeah, I, I didn't like that. Just looking at regular time, though, the screen was so small, and I was like, oh, yeah, that's hard to read. <laughs> Chris says, at the dawn of the "you'll never have a calculator everywhere you go" movement. My uh, my math teacher told me you'll never have a calculator everywhere you go, and I pulled out the calculator that was built into my cell phone at the time, and I didn't like that. And I also got that argument again in like 2001. So I pulled out my Palm Pilot, oh. which had a graphing calculator on it. So, yeah. All right, uh, All SpaceX. Right. SpaceX. I was hoping to talk some about SpaceX, but uh, yeah, SpaceX official standing down. Yeah, uh, they. I was. I mean, it was a big thing today. It was like everywhere, uh, and um, I think I even we were looking at notes. I was like, oh, let's talk about some SpaceX. Yeah, hopefully they launch so we have something to talk about. Yeah, nope. and nope, <laughs> and it was close too. It was like ten minutes before, and they're like, oh, it's getting cloudy. I, I do like the memes that came out of this though. Oh yeah, uh, I, my favorite was the Simpson old man. Old man yells at cloud. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's second on the list right here. <laughs> yeah, no, they they were all great. Yeah, there was some, yeah the dunking one. Yeah, uh, Elon re launching a weather X to fix this problem. <laughs> uh, yeah, so they're gonna try again on Saturday. Uh, yeah. Saturday at 19.30, I believe, UTC. So, Unfortunately, that's all there is uh, for, for that kind of news. Yeah, not, um, nothing else. It, it took like three hours to uh, discharge the rocket. Yeah, 
I was like, oh, this is this is boring. The stream kept going as they're like, now they're yeah. getting out. I'm like, I don't care. <laughs> there was anticipation. So now he's taking his seatbelt off. Well, yeah. <laughs> today. They got to release the gas, and it takes an hour and a half before they can put the bridge back up. Well, he just pushed the button. Yep, and he just pushed the next second button to release. The bridge is extending. Two. Yeah, the captain the looks really pissed off. <laughs> That's all it was. It was like, yeah. no, end the feed. Just be yeah. done with it. Yeah, as soon as missions canceled, I'm 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 not interested uh, yeah. anymore. But uh, for those who don't know, this is going to be NASA's first manned mission and SpaceX's first manned mission. Uh, so NASA's first since what 2012? Yeah, a while. Yeah, it's been a while. Um, and uh, SpaceX's first human cargo, <laughs> I guess you can call them. Well, yeah, that's um, kind of why it's a kind of a big deal. Yeah. So it's kind of uh. And I, I, I think they're just going up into the atmosphere. I don't even think they're orbiting, and I think they're just coming back down, aren't they? No, they're they're docking with the ISS. Oh, are they? Okay, yeah, they're 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 they're, 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 uh, they're resupplying, refueling, doing doing all that jazz. Yeah. Oh. So, uh, cajoling tech, uh, new to the channel. Do you guys work in tech? Yes. It, um, I'm sure. I'm a systems administrator and have been for. Uh, about 10 years, I guess you could say officially I've been in tech for about 14 years. John is a programmer, pretty similar track record as far as time length. So yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Yep. 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 You know, it, this is so stupid and this is going to age me, but every time someone says, yep, yep, yep. Uh, I think, uh, Ducky. yes. Yep. <laughs> yep. And if, and if yep, you don't yep, know yep. that. If you don't know that reference, <laughs> yeah, that's exactly what it is. And it's like, oh my gosh. And, and yep. it's not, the, yeah, it's, I just, I just feel that every time I hear that. And I don't know why. That's weird. Yep, yep, yep. <laughs> I, I, I hated those cartoons. <laughs> I loved that cartoon as a kid. I, I, I hated I, I watched it. Land Before Time so many times. I, I did not like it. I, I guess for me, I didn't like, <laughs> I hated that little foot looked like an old man already <laughs> i hated that uh he was a whiny little bitch wasn't he yeah he was i mean who cares if your grandparents died geez get over it spider-man did or uncle his at least with his uncle uh on discord becky poo says trying out a 95 cent beer and civil says keep us posted yes please keep us posted or scotty says keep us posted I want to hear results of that 95 cent beer. I'd, I'd send love pictures to, if you can. Yeah, send pictures. Of I bought a $1.50 malt liquor today that uh, I, I purposely bought extra to share with Jeff one day. So, Because I know Jeff is a big fan of whiskeys and bourbons and just happens to be made from one of those special companies. And at $1.50 a pint. I know what you bought. Yeah. <laughs> and at $1.50 a pint. You don't even have to go further. I know what you <laughs> bought. You got some of that Jack Daniels strawberry crap, didn't you? It's like lemonade, I think. Lem it's, <laughs> it's, it's lemonade and, and watermelon. Yeah. Oh, God. So. No, I saw that in the store the other day. My local store already had it on clearance. Yep. Yep. That's, uh, that's, that's how I got it, too. <laughs> yep. I was like, ah, I can't pass it up for that price. <laughs> Civil also got an amazing screen cap of us on Discord. I don't know if you've been. <laughs> I, I did see that one. That was a great one. <laughs> uh, 
Oh, nice. Uh, Becky's beer. I don't know if you can see the uh, the screenshot of it. Good ass beer. Yeah. That is awesome. That's a I'm good... actually going to. There we go. Good ass beer. There we go. Light uh, beer. Yeah. Nice. Have a good ass time. <laughs> 95 cents. Was it on sale or is that like regular price? I'm going to assume that's regular price. Kind of wanna ah all right whatever. <laughs> anyway, we got a couple more to get to here. Grand Theft Auto Six in 2023. Uh, Take Two SEC filing says uh, that it might uh, reveal the release date of GTA Six. Release date corrected. Yes. Yeah, and then of course corrected uh, with uh, in the article in between us reading it and posting it. Yep. <laughs> so what did they correct? I don't know. <laughs> I, ha I had this intro all all done, and now they've thrown this in my face. Um, so one of my friends have actually had that good ass beer, and they actually they seem to like it. They gave it a three seven five. Really? So it it doesn't get that average of a rating, but Becky says she thinks it was on sale. It was by the checkout. Ah. That's another difference between uh, between Oregon and a lot of places. We we have to have beer as far away from the checkout as humanly possible. It's actually a state law. Yeah, they 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 can't have a counter purchase. Yep. Um, yeah, it can't be an impulse purchase. Yeah. And so your beer section uh, from your main entrance, it's literally the longest place away in the store. Yeah, it's it just basically you always just head to the back. Yep. Which is weird. It's not that way with uh, wine. You can have wine a little bit closer. You can have uh, wine close to the entrance, but you can't have, you beer, can't have beer near the checkouts. This is dumb, so dumb. I wonder if it's a pricing issue. Because yeah, I, I remember. I remember when I had my liquor license. Uh, that was one of the things that you know you have to read through and scroll through. Like, okay, you can't do that. Can't do that. But they never explained really why. It's just like, according to state legislation X five seven four two one, beer must be X amount of feet from register. Right. Okay. <laughs> no, it, it's it's yeah, it's actually a law, and it's weird. Yeah, I know, but there's no but there's no reasoning behind it of like for the safety of the people, you know, or this. It's like no, it just has to be. I think it's actually more like like you can have uh, I think it's like twelve or or, or fifteen feet away, but yeah, it's nowhere near like oh, it's right next to the counter. But as, as okay, okay, uh, so I'm I'm reading the correction here. Trying, trying to multitask here. Yeah. Correction in the article. Take-Two clarifies to GamesBeat that this marketing obligation metric refers only to its contracts with third parties. It does not reflect the marketing budget for internal studios like Rockstar Games. This means it does not indicate a timeline for Grand Theft Auto 6. I apologize for this misleading error. However, they haven't taken the article down or changed the context of the article, which I always find bad. Uh, like I, I appreciate owning up and, and posting a correction, but at the same time, this article still is going to hit SEO is you didn't correct the title other than saying correction. Um, you know, well, post, posting, I was wrong. Sorry. At the top of the article or on page four in the paper doesn't do a lot to stop the article from, well, especially from, when, uh, the, when the correction is at the end of the header. And so, you know, the right. header's only so long on most people's browsers for the beginning and they're like oh i'll click that yeah th this is this was uh oh we can keep it up because we're still going to get views and clicks and everything like that um yep. but I, I bet this probably was a genuine oh i needed to be first on this i didn't do my enough research 
It's exactly what it is. And and in fact, Steve posted a follow-up article right afterwards that uh, uh, analyst speculates on GTA 6 release date uh, from a spike in the marketing budget for Take-Two because your your budgets have to be submitted to the SEC if you're a publicly traded company, which Take-Two is. Um, however, they said this marketing uh, expenditure was for third-party uh, studio houses and not uh, related to Rockstar Games, either Rockstar North or Rockstar West, uh, which are the development houses for GTA and, and the other in-house games. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, Make, makes our time even shorter. <laughs> yeah. So thanks for that, Games Beat. <laughs> Probably won't we be had at least something to talk about. Yeah, well, that, that took away 10 minutes. I want to go back away from modern times. I want, I want another Vice City. I want to go back to the 80s if we're going to do another GTA game. Yeah, it would be more interesting to do like uh, like pre-Prohibition, something like that. Oh, even or, Prohibition era, go mobster. Yeah, go mobster or go, like... Go 1920s. 20s or 50s, I think, would be really fun. Like leather uh, with a bunch of like leather jacket gang. Gang, right. uh, something like that, um, where like a bunch of hot rods are being made, chop shops, you know, are coming right. out. Yeah, get, get a little creative with it. Um, I think the 20s could do really well. I really enjoyed uh, L.A. Noir. Yeah. Uh, the, them trying that that style of things uh, in, in the, you know, the 50s and whatnot or late 40s. Uh, that was a phenomenal game. Um, and that was really one that was kind of a risk for Rockstar because it was a weird play style. They put a lot of resources into redeveloping Los Angeles as a city as of 1947. Oh, whatever, oh yeah. Time it, was. Uh, uh, it was beautifully done. It was. No, my um, I remember because Steve loaded it up because I remember that was one of the big claims of like they went and took the architecture and all the buildings and old photographies, mm-hmm. photos and really made it. And um, Steve played it in front of my dad and he was like, hey, name, name something that you remember growing up as a kid. Uh, like hey, this store and this street, and because my 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 parents grew up in L.A. in that area, mm-hmm. and they drove by there, and it's like that's that little gas station. You remember? Oh, he's like that's exactly how it looked. Yeah, and they were that accurate. It was like a little mom and pop deli. That's yeah. what it looked like. It, it was it, yeah, it, it was alarmingly good. Yeah, so you know, it almost be kind of cool too, is if they did like Europe or or something somewhere else other than oh. the United States. That actually could be fun. To do like, um, I don't know. GTA Italy? Yeah, GTA Italy. And you do have yeah. a bunch of minis or something like that. So you have the Italian mob. Right. Uh, although then be weird. Everyone is speaking English. And then you'll probably, you know, offend those yeah. people. Yeah, but yeah. but again, yeah, you want to do something like that. Or, or yeah, again, going to like more Godfather-esque. Mm-hmm. Uh, that would be really fun too. So I don't know. Yeah. So, something like that. That's kind of just... how that's kind of how GTA three played. It was a little bit more Godfather esque. Yeah. And and while it was still open world, it was very much like mobsters and stuff like that. Um and we've kind of gotten away from that. We've gotten into some more personal stories, but I I kind of want to do another like mobster game or another like eighties mafia kind of yeah. thing. You know, go back to Vice City or like you said, go back to the the leather jacket gang days or yeah. I, I think it's a great idea to go back to Prohibition. I think that could be a first. That, I mean, that, that right seven. there, that's a story. You already have a story of gangsters and yeah. running from the police and the mobs basically running and, over. And running, running dirty to, cops allowing, you know, things to go through. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. Speak, speakeasies and, and ways of, uh, you know, crooks to get money. Right. You know, that would be fun. 
And really, actually, you know, it'd be really fun to do a big open world. Now I know open world is extremely hard, uh, especially if you did something in the United States. So be like, you know, almost like New York and Canada to where you can even like cross the border or something like that. That would be That'd be interesting. Fun. Yeah. Uh, or like where you where you can literally smuggle or even um, something more like Cuba and Mexico, a little bit more modern. Again, going back to the 70s. You can yeah. do like smuggling between Cuba, Florida and Mexico. That'd be fun. Or uh, Florida and Cuba, sorry. Get some old uh, 70s 454 speedboats. Yeah. <laughs> so that, that, yeah. That'd be, you know, there's there's a bunch of wishes, but then, you know, they they probably pull a bunch of people. What do you want to see? What do you want to do? Yeah. And something like that's a gamble. So then who knows? But I think I think I would probably be more interested in going back because I don't think I played the last two uh, Grand Theft Autos. I mean, I like all the way through. I probably said, oh, I'll play it for a couple hours. And that, that's all I did. Yeah. Um, I was more excited about like Red Dead Redemption just because, oh, it's cowboy. It's a kind of just different world. Yeah. I'm, I'm tired of modern things because the last two Grand Theft Autos, oh, it's the same thing. I'm going to take a car. I'm going to go beat up some people, steal a mm -hmm. car, jump it off as far as I can do that. And I had fun with that for a couple hours. And it's, I'll play the missions for a little bit, but that was basically it. Where um, Red Dead Redemption, I can still do a lot of the same things, but it's cowboy, so it's a little bit it's, different. It's hop on your horse and it's go. It's hop on your horse, yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, it's different. different. It's, it's different. different. <laughs> it's the same thing, but it's different. <laughs> All right, well. I got a problem. Uh, I got one too. All right. Now, now, I, I, while you get there, I actually, I don't know what this is, and I don't know if you care, but I have a beer package I would like to open. Yeah. Why don't you go for it? Because I gotta, I, I'm gonna make myself a cocktail, so I'm gonna. Set All right. Up real so quick. you got, so, so Jeff got to open up his beer package last week from someone, but I have my own sponsor. Surprisingly, I have a really cool sponsor. <laughs> yeah. People send John stuff too. It's weird. yes. I know. Why would they do that? So I'm going to go ahead and open this up. And I left my knife somewhere. But actually, I just got this in today. So ugh. I'm actually opening this up with some pin nails. <laughs> I was curious. I'm really hoping this is. Uh, I've already had this. This is cool, though. I really like this beer. <laughs> Wait. There's two beers. All right, so I got these two little flyers in here, but I'm pretty sure I know what this is then. It's the uh, Notorious P.O.G., which I believe I already did a video on, and then Stone's uh, Soaring Dragon Imperial IPA. Yep, that's exactly what it is. So I got two cans of each, and that's really cool. I was really, really, really hoping for, they just released their Enjoy By... Um, uh, a fourth of july yesterday i was really hoping that that's what this was Ooh, pog uh, yeah so i already i already did a video on the pog from last year that they originally sent me and uh i already bought one of these so you know i i will go as since they did send me it i have a cold one i will go grab that and i will drink that there you go so uh you probably have not made your cocktail yet nope are, are you gonna make it on screen i am all right, you go do that. I'm going to go pour my beer. All right, you're good to go. Um, so I found this in stores the other day. Uh, so this is, uh, well, the other day, like a week ago. Uh, Tullamore Dew. Uh, it's an Irish whiskey. But this is a Caribbean rum cask aged. So it's an 
it's a Irish whiskey that is aged in rum barrels. Um, and the smell on it is like pineapple and coconut and very, very tropical, yet still whiskey-ish. And I went, what in the world am I going to do with this? So I had a couple snifters of it, and I'm, I'm thinking around. Now, well, what am I make a Caribbean-inspired old-fashioned out of it? And so, well, how, do, how would I do that? So we're going to do two and a half ounces of the uh, Tullamore Dew rum-aged whiskey over one nice big rock. There's my uh, rocks glass. And there we go. Um, I remade up some orgeat syrup, which is an almond uh, milk syrup. Uh, and it's quite delicious. Uh, we're going to do three quarters of an ounce of that. And if you make it right, it's nice and thick, so it doesn't pour very well. Anytime. Almost there. Go. So three quarters of an ounce of orgeat syrup. Go. And we're going to top that off with four dashes of uh, cardamom bitters, uh, which are uh, organic sugar, grains of paradise, cinnamon, cardamom, and walnut. And so a lot of uh, interesting flavors there. The cinnamon is really what makes this drink kind of pop, though. And then I'm going to add two dashes of just your classic Angostura. And give that a stir. See if I can do this on camera. Now my camera's in completely the wrong position to do this. And there we go. I have no idea what to call this. But it is freaking delicious. Um, it's sweet. There's a, like a cinnamon cooked pineapple kind of thing going on to it uh yeah it's so like a uh, um, it's whiskey but totally not oh gosh um what's that what's that alcoholic pineapple drink um, oh malibu not malibu uh, the, the one i made and um, oh it's pache tapache it's like a yeah. whiskey tapache kind of kind of uh, a little bit more spicy um it's uh because you have the whiskey you have a little bit of the the peppery kind of notes to it mm -hmm. Um, you know, from the oak aging, but, uh, there, there's definitely a hint of pineapple in this and with the cardamom bitters and the cinnamon that's in that. Yeah. It, it just, oh, it's so good. So this is kind of like a, a Caribbean old fashioned, but it's, it's still made with whiskey and it's Irish whiskey, strangely enough. Uh, this, but, you'd uh, think it'd be a little bit sweeter. Then. Right. It's definitely still a sweet drink. Um. It's very, very sweet, especially for only doing three quarters of an ounce of, of orgeat syrup, but it's very, very good. I, I've been really digging this lately. Yeah, I, I saw you posted that, um, I think probably the first time you made it on Discord. Yeah. Um, the other cool part- yeah, I think I said, sometimes I'm a god dang genius. Yeah, something like that. <laughs> um, um, 
so yeah, if, if you actually want to join, if you enjoy the show, this content, this community, this type of stuff, I really highly, highly recommend uh, joining the Discord, Jeff's Discord, um, because we talk about this kind of Which stuff. Which John claims as his own. It's fine. It's fine. <laughs> it's fine. It's fine. John's on there too. I'm on there too. People like me. <laughs> um uh <laughs> you know i'll stop promoting it it's, it's totally fine i don't have to do this <laughs> minimum donation of one dollar although more is greatly appreciated because you actually do help me keep the lights on around here uh but uh you get access to my exclusive discord server where you can chat with myself and john steve Rhett, Rhett. other hosts from talking heads uh ask us questions you know post post your projects that kind of thing yeah if you at me i will respond like yeah if you you yeah. at anyone and the the great part is the community continues to grow constantly i think we already got a couple of new members today earlier before yeah. the show and again as soon as you do that you had other people other than the admins or even just the the moderators saying hi hey what's going on you know yep. the community talks to each other there's a welcoming community on yeah. my discord that's kind of it's kind of awesome yeah so, so. It, it's very nice we have a whole like food drink beverage most of it is beverage but we do a lot of food too yeah. uh there is like meme war so there's a bit of humor area there is hey what's coming up on this week's of talking heads what's jeff working on this week and the craft computing channel um there is just a whole communications hey i'm having trouble with my network hey i'm building there's a building PC area. There is a trade and sell area. There's a car area. There's a video game, which usually someone's playing something with every day and they enjoy, they ask anyone to join in with them. So there's a wide range for people to uh, communicate and have fun with. And 99% of the time you post something within a minute, there's someone replying to it. There's always someone on there. Uh, yep. it's, it's really fun, really cool. Um, yeah, it, it's one of my favorite, if not the best, best Discord I have ever said. Yes, I, this, it sounds so stupid because, yo, I'm part of it and I'm promoting it. No, actually, it, it is super amazing. I've never seen this closely tight-knit of a Discord. Yep. And I, I have paid for other it's ones. It's really sappy, but I'm really proud of, of the community yeah. that I built over there. Yeah. So uh, it, it's very interesting. So, And it, it, the, the cool part, too, is like you have an opinion. Say, like, hey, cool, that's your opinion. And we talk about, I like this PC part. I like this type of beer. I like this type of food. I don't like alcohol, whatever. Yep. It's it's totally open. So um, it, it's, yeah, it's come as you Allie, Allie says, now, now, boys, you're both pretty. So so apparently we're both the reason that they show up. I know. That's that's why. <laughs> you know, okay, so I've had. John needs more Pert Plus to be pretty. I, I do. I need, I, need, I need to put in more conditioner before. My wife show. was actually commenting, you need more conditioner. <laughs> The problem is, is that most of my conditioner is, it looks really good for like the first couple hours. And then it's, it's the end of the day is the problem. Yeah. You know, it's all dried out. I'll go take a walk in the sun or something and just dries it out. And then if I do it too much, it's just matted down and weighed down. Yeah. And even if I put, uh, cause it, it, yeah, it just, that's just the way it's hard to find a good conditioner, but this, this beer, I don't know if I like it. It's going to be, I, I think if I did a review on it, which I probably will, it's not going to be a very positive one. Is that the tea beer or That's which one the, is that? Yeah, this is, okay. so this is, this is the Stone's Soaring Dragon Imperial IPA yeah. with yeah. white tea. And I like tea. I like white tea too. I do like tea. Yeah. Uh, I just, and, and you taste it in this beer. I just don't know if it works commercially well. Maybe if this is their one-off, 
and they don't make this uh, a seasonal thing, this is like, hey, we're going to make it one time this year. Sure, it works, but it's very drying. You can smell the tea and you can mm -hmm. smell a little bit of hops, but it's just very drying, not juicy, um, not malty, something that you expect uh, stone IPAs to be. This isn't that. And that's what they're known for. They're known for doing weird experimental stuff yes. at a very large quantity because if they mess up, they're like, screw it, we're distributing out. You know, send it anyway. Send it anyway. Yep. So I like that about them, but I think this is a swing and the miss. Yeah, awesome. and there's some uh, there's some debate going on about uh, the age of whiskey in the chat right now. Uh, Scotty says, now I remember no age minimum for being called a bourbon, at least two years to be called a straight bourbon. Yes, and, and I get confused on that oftentimes as well, because usually there's an age requirement for a lot of spirits in the U.S., and bourbon is one of those that you can call it a bourbon even if it's been aged for 60 seconds, a la Pabst Blue Ribbon Whiskey. Um, but, uh, yeah, to be called a straight bourbon, uh, it has to be aged at least two years and must be, uh, anything under four years must have an age statement on the bottle. So most, most bourbons that you buy in the States are aged four years in a day. Yes. So it says subscribe for the hops upskirt. <laughs> I know. I'm now reading everything. It's great. Oh, God. I don't know why I promote this because I just get beat the heck up. <laughs> I know. It's so great. <laughs> anyway, uh, that's pretty much all we had for news today. So we're 13 minutes into the second hour. The The floor is yours. If there's anything you want to talk about, anything you want us to talk about, any questions you have, yep. comments, concerns, super chats. Super chats. All um, welcome. Super chats jump to the front of the line. That's all I'll say. I got nothing. <laughs> I drew a blank. Now, seriously, it, this is just delicious, though. Like it's an old fashioned. Oh, and it's tropical. oh, oh, oh. So, so interesting, interesting thing or semi interesting thing. Uh, uh, Sunday, I had a phone call from my brother, uh, not Steve, uh, my other okay. one, the, the one who lives in Colorado, David. Oh, David. Okay. And. He, I've never met David in person. Oh, uh, yeah, you've never met him in person. So he was like, yeah, I always want to talk. Uh, he was possibly inebriated because <laughs> it's like, ah, everyone went to bed. I want to talk. And so um, yeah, it, it ended up being a very fun conversation because of that. Um, but one of the things he brought up, I laughed so hard about it. He was, we were talking about uh, whiskeys and bourbons. Mm -hmm. And he said he found the greatest cheap cocktail uh cocktail bourbon out there and okay. he's, like, he's like i gotta tell you about it i gotta tell you about it it's so good i'm intrigued and, because and, you know me yeah exactly oh no, no that's that's how i i started the conversation or, or like oh i'm i'm my interest is peaked because i know someone who likes bourbon and, and cocktails and i i i, I kind of have his ear so it's like okay i, I can okay okay well, yeah, i'm intrigued cool. i'm intrigued keep going let's keep yeah keep going i'm it's not like, shutting hey. you down yet and then he talks to me before he tells me it, he he goes into the story of and and my next door neighbor he's a real bourbon aficionado and then I took him this stuff and he took a little taste of it and he's like that's actually really good and <laughs> he's like yeah it's it's uh only he said he paid 14 bucks for it which 
then he told me what it was. And he told me that it was um, Benchmark. <laughs> and I was, like, number eight. I was like, that's the worst thing ever. Because I've had that. I was like, this is the yeah. crap. I think it's $11 here. And I was like, wow, you overpaid for it for one. You know what's uh, amazing <laughs> is it gets listed time and time again as like a great budget introduction to whiskey because it's a Buffalo Trace whiskey. And so Buffalo Trace is very well known for their $22 bourbon, you know, their, yeah. the, their, their staple bourbon. Benchmark number eight is a Buffalo Trace whiskey. It's distilled by Buffalo Trace. And I think there's some clout that comes with that. They, they say, oh, I really like Buffalo Trace. This is like 70% of the way there, so it's yeah. pretty good. Yeah. No, it's... It doesn't deserve to be on the same shelf as other $14 whiskeys. And I no. know that's a really low bar. Yeah, I know. That's a horror. I just laughed so hard. He's like, yeah. You've I never... gave that bottle to Rhett. Yeah. I, well, it was just so funny because he's like, yeah, you've never heard of it or anything like that. I was like, oh, no, we we actually took it. It was so cheap and so crappy. It was so bad. I put it in a PC. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so I said. <laughs> he's like, no, that stuff's good. It's like, no, it's horrible. Yeah. But no, now, now far be it for me to, to, to blast anyone else's tastes because I know taste is a subjective thing, Yes, but as far as a whiskey, you could do so much better for $14. Oh, I I know. I know. Well, then what got me was like, he kept saying that, oh yeah, his neighbor, he was, he was an aficionado. I was like, yeah, I don't trust his palate. If that's what you so, think is so apparently uh Allie is Drake's wife from the Discord. Drake from the Discord. Oh, really? So, so he says disregard anything that she says. Oh. <laughs> She's the one that says we were we were already pretty enough. Ah. Mm. Keep your eye on her, Drake. <laughs> yeah. Uh yeah, no. Yeah, I just I just <laughs> that's I just... funny. Yeah, I, I found that funny that he mentioned that particular uh, whiskey bourbon. Or, yeah, and I was just like, oh, that's, that that was that was the worst thing. I remember Jeff purposely buying it because it was like the cheapest thing he could find. <laughs> it was the cheapest thing in a square bottle. Yeah, and and the label looked right. the The yeah. label said, "I'm a whiskey." Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I didn't buy the cheapest whiskey that I could find. I bought the cheapest one that looked right. And that one had the right look of a label. Yeah, I mean, it wasn't I until mean, I got home, I realized it was McAfee's Benchmark. Yeah. Which was freaking perfect for what I was going to do. Well, yeah, and then he didn't know what that, like, um, computers and benchmark, how, like, how that terminology can coincide. Yeah. And so he didn't know. He was like, why would you do that? I was like, oh, because the name. Mm-hmm. So I just, it was, it was an all-out laugh. Just because, also at the same time too. Oh, he was he was mocking uh, some Johnny Walker Red Label. I was like, nothing's wrong with Johnny Walker Red Label. <laughs> I like, like Johnny Red. Yeah, I'll, I'll drink that. I'll, I'll drink a Johnny Walker Red on a cheap label or a cheap price. No problem there. He was mocking that. And I was like, okay, you're either really drunk <laughs> or or something is off with your taste buds. <laughs> Allie says, I will not be ignored. Y'all, y'all may be pretty, but I'm pretty too. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Drake's never talked about you in the Discord. Yeah. Maybe that's why he's trying to keep him for herself. That's right. Uh, ID Prom says, uh, I need your old-fashioned recipe, good sir. Uh, my old-fashioned recipe is a 100% rye 
uh, three ounces of a 100% rye, three quarter ounces of a Demerara syrup. Uh, so I actually buy Demerara cane sugar and I will make my own Demerara syrup with it. Um, and then three-ish dashes of Angostura or even better, I have a... Uh, you probably can't get this where you are, but I... Uh, uh, this this company, oh. the Bitter Housewife, that makes the local bitters place. Right yeah, it's a local place. This is in Portland, and they make amazing bitters. Uh, Bitter Housewife, their standard bitters are just freaking insane in an old fashioned. Um, but uh, literally just those three ingredients, stir them together over a big rock, and and you know serve it. Uh, not, if you not want, crystal meth, but not crystal meth, right? Yeah. Well, that that's the I other mean, that recipe. Was, yeah, that, that's the imperial recipe. Yep. Um, <laughs> recipe. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, just stir those over a, over a big rock and enjoy. And if you'd like, add a Luxardo cherry on top. And even better is if you uh, take a little bit of an orange swath, squeeze it over the top. Uh, so just you know, a little bit of an orange peel and take some of the juices, shoot them onto it. That's an old fashioned. Yep. And, and it's one of the best cocktails you can make. And it's so flippant simple. No, old fashions are probably my number one cocktail. And, and a, a sign I think of a good bartender is an old fashioned is, can you make me an old fashioned? Yeah, can, can you yeah. take three ingredients and make them good consistently? Yes, exactly. I have gone to so many bars and that's usually my one drink. And I just back off. I'm like, I want to see what you're going to make me now. And yep. I will say nine times out of 10, I usually get like seltzer water added or something like that. I'm like, okay, you don't know what you're doing, but that's fine. <laughs> you yeah. know, I didn't, I didn't specify. And, and again, these are more dive bars though. Yes. Um, now I'm not going now. I know half the time, if I go to say downtown Portland, um, downtown Salem, the particular bar that you know what I'm talking about, Yes. I order old fashioned. I know exactly what oh, I'm going to get. And oh God, they nail and, it. And they nail it. And you, the thing is, though, usually for those, you'll notice the price difference. They're about $3 more. Yeah. Totally worth it. Yeah. Uh, totally worth it. One is a sipping cocktail where you just sit back and enjoy every last drink of it, uh, where the cheap ones you get at dive bars. I may have just destroyed a marriage. I apologize. <laughs> <laughs> Ali says he has never looked so ratted out in his life. <laughs> and Drake says, hey, come on now, man. Uh, hey, Ali, what's your uh, literally have have Drake send me what your email address is. I'll or I'll, I'll give Drake a uh, tell you what. I will send Drake an invite so you can join the discord. Uh, hey. I, I feel uh, I feel that's only fair. Just just start charging him double. That's right. So so Drake, I will DM you an invite for Ali. So she can get into the Discord, so you can see how cool we are. Yes. Um, and and yeah, ID Prom says, wait, rye or bourbon? Rye. Rye. I prefer one hundred percent rye in my in my old fashioned, and the reason is is it tends to be a little bit um spicier, more of a bitter, peppery, spicier, yeah. uh, and it balances much better, especially when you get a heavy syrup in it, like the like a demerara syrup. Um, it balances so much better than a bourbon because a bourbon is a is a corn derivative and is already inherently fairly sweet. Um, and so if you get some rye in there and then you add sugar on top of it, it really balances out well. Yeah. John, you okay? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Ah, I'm just down here. That's Buffalo Trace. I'm going for some stuff. John? No, but yeah, uh, no, it was... Um, 
No, I, I think even if you're gonna start off, just go go with like bullet rye. Shit. Uh, gee, well, you're we're past the time. Did you spill it? I just dropped my cocktail all over my lap. <laughs> Who's the drunk one now? But no, uh, bullet rye, uh, like '95. That's a this is a great um, old fashioned to start off with. Uh, even though it isn't whiskey, but it is a great wa- rye. For an old I, I hit the microphone stand coming up and it literally just jumped it out of my hand. Oh, how much you lose? Uh oh wow, a lot. Yeah, a good chunk of it. I'm wearing it. I'm wearing it now. <laughs> well, yeah, Becky Poo needs something to do with uh, to do girl stuff with in the Discord. Yeah. Well, Jeff might be pantsless in this episode. You might just see him like drain his shorts into his glass. That's right. I'm I'm gonna ring these out because that was some expensive liquor, let me tell you. <laughs> wow um i've never done that on camera before well i've spilled one beer on camera yeah i was gonna say like there was a beer you spilled on camera and you yeah. posted it <laughs> yeah i did i guess jeff is making another old-fashioned now you're damn right i'm making another old-fashioned I know, well that's fine because I, I need another beer because mine was only uh 12 ounce okay well tell you what i'm gonna give you the floor real quick and uh, i may actually go change <laughs> <So>. <laughs> Because this is really cold. Ah, <laughs> uh, everyone just you, everyone wants to know that you're not wearing shorts. Just yeah. you know. <laughs> no, it's fine. This is really cold, so I'm going to give you the floor if uh, you don't mind. No, I'll, I'll take it. Um, no one's really right. talking about. Yeah, there goes bye bye old fashioned. Yeah, we got yeah. the chat up. So I got I got chat up, so people in chat can can hang out there. Um, I need like like. Jason or something to, to show up, right? I need a I need a co-host. And the so yeah, if you have any, any yeah, it's not as easy as it looks, is it? No, it's not. Um <laughs> well they're talking right. liquor. You go, you go. All right, I'll be back. All right. Yeah, because you're we're talking liquor here, and I, I know a little bit about liquor, but um like I probably know about as much as Rhett does, maybe just a hair more than him, but Steve knows more than me. Oh, there it is. Uh, Civil posted a picture of Jeff just about to spill his uh, drink. So again, if you're if you're part of the Discord, it's fun because we get to see all these little moments and we just rip on each other so much on the Discord. Wait, did he even make me full screen? Oh, hang on. <laughs> oh, well, this isn't good. Be back. No one, no one tell Jeff this. There we go. No one tell Jeff that. <laughs> it wasn't that hard to smuggle Jeff's uh, brick panel. Uh, I had to trade him that beer for it. And that was, so it was a pretty easy trade. The best part about this brick panel is I didn't have to paint it white. And I didn't have to fix it up or anything. Like another particular channel that has brick in their background. Whiskey or Coke. Uh, as far as Julian in Trailer Park, it was uh, rum and Coke. I believe he even stated it was rum and Coke all the time. Because uh, he always asked for a rum and Coke. Dark Hops, yes. Yes, yes. Uh, I So I haven't figured out the issue 
with my particular camera. Every time I plug it into USB power, it automatically switches over to, oh, I'm trying to connect USB video to my computer instead of HDMI mini or micro. And so I can't charge it. So I'm, I'm running off of batteries. So luckily I, I have multiple batteries and each battery lasts about roughly an hour. So it works for this show. <laughs> Technical difficulties, yes. Shots fired. Uh, I don't remember which rum he had. Straight. So Buffalo Trace is straight bourbon whiskey. So the, uh, interesting. Oh, this is the green label. So this isn't aged that long. But it's still good. Yeah, we got we got the skull. So yeah, I have a cam link, and uh, that's why the video quality is so much better. But every time I do a USB power, it breaks out and thinks um, it's going to go through USB for some reason, and it always displays that as my display. It's really dumb. So. <laughs> I do so. So <laughs> Richard asked if I'm wearing if I wear kilts. So that I did a William Wallace uh, uh, costume once for a Halloween party, and I went a hundred percent realistic, just like they did in the movies, uh, flashing and all. Uh, and it wasn't really just the, the old school kilt. Well, it's more like a dress. It was basically an old kilt back then. Was just a long piece of cloth that was wrapped around. So I learned to do that. That was interesting. I even had um, uh, a friend of mine who's uh, Irish or Scottish, and uh, she even told me what colors to wear. So that was fun. <laughs> oh, sorry. Ah, all right. You got your cocktail. Oh, did you change your shirt too? I I did. It was bad. It was bad. Although I will say if I spilled something on right now, it would feel really good because I'm in my garage and it is blistering hot. I, I can imagine. I, I filmed in my garage before. Yeah. I filmed in August in my garage. So I am I am not looking forward to uh I'm really hoping we're back in your studio by that time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no kidding. Um, so I I did film one episode of of, uh, of craft computing ever in my garage, and I swore never again because I moved out of John's studio when my lease expired, and uh, and and moved everything home. Now, well, I'll just set up a studio in my garage. That makes total sense, right? Yeah. So I cleaned my garage. I set up some desks. I did everything else. And uh, the day that I did it, I think it was 98 degrees in my garage. And so I'm literally like doing like three sentences on camera and then stopping the record, going inside, like drinking ice water and like wiping, wiping my, the my sweat off. off. Or, yeah. For yeah. <laughs> and then go out and then do the next three sentences. And oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I uh, I remember you telling me that. Yeah. I mean, the studio looked nice. It was like, oh, this is a really cool 
you know, you got your shop tools and everything right. like that. It kind of looked like um, what's their faces? Uh, oh gosh. Anyways, someone else's YouTube channel, but um, um, yeah, but yeah, no filming. In so the anyway, garage. I'm gonna make myself an old fashioned. So you all right? So go <laughs> ahead, so go ahead and do that. Uh, <laughs> Uh, you switch over to what you won't see is that my battery did not die while you oh, were gone. <laughs> and there was technically, there was someone always on screen for a time. John. John. <laughs> we didn't have downtime, Jeff. I blame you. Your poor lack of, of handling. Cut. What's worse, the wet clothes or the emotional wounds of losing the drink? Uh, <laughs> definitely the emotional wounds. I can deal with being a little bit wet, but uh, but that was a really good old-fashioned. All right. John, you have it for around another 20 seconds. I got to be up for another 20 seconds. Okay, what's worse, the wet clothes? Yeah, you already answered that question, guys. Have you heard what t-shirt contest? Well, I... Tried to encourage Jeff for a wet shorts contest, but, you know, underneath, but he didn't go for it. So, uh, are we? Yeah, well, no, we're not. We're not in prime time yet. So I got to be quiet. Okay. Uh, but yes, yeah, civil is correct. Picks on Discord are only $1 minimum to enjoy. Trust me, there are some pretty good memes made of us recently now, especially from the past two episodes of Talking Heads. Uh, people seem to really start doing some screen capturing of us. I appreciate the hide your wife. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh God, someone caught the moment when they dropped the yep. yep. I wasn't sure if it was up on camera or not. I knew it was close. Oh, that's upsetting. Yeah, I mean, they'll, yeah, it, it seems everything we even say turns into like memes or something on the Discord. I know. <laughs> How did you explain your wet pants to the producer? I, I said I just made a, a a party foul of epic proportions. And she goes, did you spill a beer all over yourself? And I said, no, a cocktail. She goes, oh. <laughs> I just wet myself. Yeah. I, yeah. Mm. It's a long show. What can I say? All right. Uh, so I figured to... Uh, You're going to make something different? My, yeah, to appease myself to the liquor gods... I'm going to do some Bullet Rye 12. Okay. In an old-fashioned. There you go. So. All right. While you make that, you can uh, shrink me down, and I'm going to go grab another 12-ounce uh, can. All right. So. Oh, th there's, a there's a picture of me as Santa Claus in Discord. <laughs> Drunk Santa. Oh, I've, I've seen that one. So as I said, three ounces of a 100% rye or as close as you can get to it. Um, I really like a bullet 12 or a bullet, bullet 95 for this one. Um, I've actually not tried the bullet 12 year in an old fashioned, so I'm kind of looking forward to this. Um, and then three quarter ounce of a Demerara syrup. That's what it looks like. That's the bottom of my bottle. Um, it's a very, very dark syrup. quarter an ounce and then three or four dashes of an Angostura. That's about it. 
You can drink this drink just as is. You can add an orange swath to it. You can uh, top it with a Luxarda cherry. Please don't use those neon red cherries. Those are horrible. Um, you shouldn't be muddling anything in an old fashioned. You shouldn't be using crushed ice. You shouldn't be adding club soda. You shouldn't be doing anything like that. If you look exactly like that. Perfect timing, John. Yeah, there we go. Oh, it's me as the marshmallow Stay Puff Man from Ghostbusters and Steve as uh, Walter White. <laughs> All right, you finish your, you got your drink? I did. All right, I am going to go with a... Delicious, uh, by the way. Uh, I, I, I will say I do enjoy your old fashions. They are fantastic. Uh, they are quite fun. Tasty, I should say. Uh, but I'm going to go with uh, with the dragon themes, continuing with it. Uh, but Dragon's Breath, a dark Hefeweizen. Ooh. So, which I actually think is more of... I do long, like me a dunkle half. Yeah, I think it's more of a dunkle half. Now, hey, I gave you that coconut Hefeweizen. Did you ever open it? I haven't opened that one yet. I'm probably going to do that, that one on a video here. Okay. Because I'm curious. Again, I think it was a good half. I don't think it had any coconut flavor, though. Right. Yeah, I, I will certainly try to find some. There's another picture of me as Cobra Commander. <laughs> John's had some pretty good uh, Halloween costumes, although he did reuse the one he used last year on the show. Yeah, uh, yeah. Um, I did, I did, I did one. I was really lazy cause I was like, I totally forgot. And I took, um, it was, or I think it was like, says, LOL. I'm sensing a theme of John covering his face. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, there's a, I went, I, so I went as, there we go. Oh, there's me as, as usually if I just cover my face, it, it, it's usually off within like, within 10 15 minutes because it's just so yeah. hot it's just for pictures yeah. um but yeah that there's a picture of steve with his epic indiana jones image no i, I put him over uh over there my wife's asking me for her keys uh they're by the front door oh um um i did i was so lazy i i had no costume ideas so i took i went to the bank got ten dollars so on your arm no no this is even cheaper this is even cheaper I, I went to the bank, got uh, $10 in nickels, a cheap t-shirt, and a hot glue gun. And I glued nickels all on my back. Mm -hmm. Nickelback. The Chad Kroger special. <laughs> what I didn't think about was that all of the weight was pulling my shirt like this and like choking me the whole night. Yeah. And, oh, it wasn't you like know you could have done that with one nickel, right? <laughs> It's not as cool. I still have the shirt. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was like, That's hey, awesome. this is, hey, if I need 10 bucks, I got 10 bucks right here. What do you uh, give me for this? $7 because uh, I need to get the nickels off of there. Yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. Uh, I came, I did a couple good. I, I came as the um, the man with no name from mm -hmm. the good, the bad, the ugly, you know, yep. all the Clint Eastwood. I did that one. Um, I did Braveheart. I did so. Those are those are all ones without a face mask. There was there's a couple. Of, I, I did a, a troll, a wishing troll. You know, if you remember the old nineties uh -huh. dolls. Yeah, I did that without a shirt. So, I'm gonna ask how you did the gem in your belly button. <laughs> 
it was it was i did have a gem in the belly button it was again back in the old like hot topic early 2000s uh-huh. where, where belly rings and stuff like that were super popular they had a uh a flashing light belly light that you would put for like belly dancers and so i put that in there and it was a strobe light <laughs> That was basically, yeah. Oh, I also did, I did, again, but covering my face, but I was really proud of this because I also did it in a picture. Grim Fandango. I did Manny Calavera. Oh, nice. So I did that. That was fun. Um, I even built my own my own scythe for that, an oversized one. It wasn't collapsible. I wish it was collapsible. It wasn't. Uh, that was hard to get the Grim Reaper, like, heading because you had to really extend it. Yeah, um, I did a couple Comic Con or the Comic Con ones ago. I, I did a couple of those again, hiding my face though. But I came as uh, Morning Stormtrooper or Clone Clones Trooper. So I, I woke up with a robe, a coffee cup, and like some boxers. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Just, I actually went on stage with that um, for a costume contest for the Portland City Comic Con and a Rose City Comic Con. And then another year I came as um, the office boss, but as Darth Vader, I forget what his name was, where he's holding the coffee. Yeah. Oh, uh, I, I did see that one. Yeah. yeah so I, I came as that. And the, the best part, I, I commit to all of the characters. So like we're, we'll be walking downtown or to lunch. I do not take the mask off during Comic-Con. I do not take anything off. And I just play it straight the whole time. Yeah. And people, I think people found that fun um the the recreation so i already uh, so drake was asking for a recreation of the many caliber i already did that for a video actually if you look at some of my old thumbnail or a thumbnail i did i think three or four weeks ago for a stone brewery uh they did a mexican lager i did i wore the many calavera yeah mask i do remember that for my thumbnail yep. so uh drake just sent you an invite for ali so she can get on the discord there we go See, one dollar is good for two person, so gets you both in. Literally two for one. Two for one. That's right. <laughs> uh, um, we, any other questions, or are we just talking costumes again? John doing Rick from Rick and Morty next. Uh, I've considered doing Rick. I, I've thought about doing that one. Yeah, I don't. I don't know. I don't. John, know about... will you be my Morty? No. So no. <laughs> oh, no. geez, Rick. Oh, geez, no, <laughs> no. <laughs> uh, there was one year I yeah, thought Yeah, that's about, right. You're more a Jerry. Uh, I'd rather be Jerry. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'd rather be Squanchy. Squanch! <laughs> Is there any place I can Squanch here? Sukasa is Sukasa, Or like <laughs> Birdman. Birdman would be fun. God, that'd be actually pretty fun. Um, I I wanted to come one year as uh, Venture Brothers, the Monarch, the Monarch. I've always I thought that would be such a fun costume to do. Uh, that would be such a hard one to do, especially if you get like the big butterflies going and the big yeah. eyebrows. <laughs> but I've seen a couple costumes. It was fun. Oh yeah. So then, yeah. There's... I kind of want to do uh, a Rick with the the snake episode with like two or three like astronaut snakes hanging off my arm <laughs> the snake jazz play yeah. well that was, oh, i i came as it's snake jazz and it's so my jam right yeah now. i came so like every time i did uh, a costume too i always had like 
uh, my cell phone or some kind of button to play like music or sound. So yeah. like I, uh, someone Steve posted me as the man with no name. I did that. You know that music. Mm-hmm. I came as um, the Mar- Stay Puft Marshmallow Man. I had the the karaoke version of Ghostbusters, like mm-hmm. playing in my pocket. I could sit there and hit it and go. Um, so I always try to do stuff like that too. It was, it was always really fun. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Ghostbusters. Uh, sorry to take away your only hiding place, Drake. <laughs> <laughs> uh have we seen solar opposites yet i actually haven't been able to catch an episode yet so i i saw it and it is very it's 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 very rick and morty very similar to how say uh family guy and american dad or the cleveland show so mm-hmm. you're like oh i i get it and i yeah. see similarities and i said this is a seth mcfarland cartoon this is a seth mcfarland and and so this is a you know i I don't remember their the names of the um the two creators or the the parts that are off of rick and Uh, justin roiland and uh the voice guy but yeah no this this one's justin roiland yeah so it's not the other guy but so you you definitely see that it to me came off more of a very not not cleveland show but but very um uh uh, American Dad. Okay. So it's like, oh, there are that's really, high praise considering there, there, how long Cleveland Show lasted. There, there are gems in it, and um, there's some funny stuff. But like right away, it just goes right into it, and it's it's almost like it just the some of the voices too are just too similar to Rick and Morty. Is is the problem? Yeah. It's just like, no. oh, you're, you're you're playing Rick. You're playing right. an alien version of Rick, but right. you're not Rick. Yeah. I hate to call out voice actors because it is such a difficult job, but there are some voice actors who really are one trick ponies. Yeah. I mean, um, I, I don't know with Rick and Morty. It's okay because they do they He does two. And then like all the background characters, but all the background characters sound the same, but there's right. a little bit of humor in that, but he does Rick and he does Morty and they are so different from each other that it's like, yeah, you can totally get away I can with totally, that. I can do it. But then, but then when you take those, three the rick the morty and then the background characters the which are all sounding the same and then you implement that into a whole new show and you right. barely change and you're like oh i went a little deeper no right. no we, we still hear rick morty and the background characters we know yeah. which characters you're playing yeah. and we just constantly automatically think rick and morty yeah. that that was my only downside to this i did there are some really good episodes i think it's only an eight or nine episode season and actually, there's one really, really good episode that actually has nothing to do with the aliens. And I think it's the best. They So one of the premises, they, the, the two kids, which are actually clones of themselves, um, will, if they don't get along with humans, they'll shrink them. And then uh-huh. they, put it, they put them in their giant wall gerbil cage, which are different levels. So it's almost like um, Snowpiercer. Like the yeah. different levels are different classes, and there is there's an is that whole... just putting Klaus into a different body? Yeah, it really is. <laughs> <laughs> but there's there's one whole episode where it's just dedicated to that part. So it's like almost a snow piercer in thirty minutes, and that's probably the best episode in the whole season, which has nothing. And then you see in the background because it's a gerbil wall, them doing stuff in the background. 
And like, oh, that makes it even more entertaining. And because of that, it's like, oh, this is super funny. This is this is great. Everything else is just Rick and Morty, Rick and Morty, Rick and Morty ripoffs. Yeah. And it's it's family again. Like I said, it, it felt more like first season of American Dad. You know, mm-hmm. I was like, oh, this is yeah, this is just Seth MacFarlane. And right. I, American Dad, it took it takes time to develop it. It took a year. He they found their own voice and they and they really ran with it. And 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 I think they did quite well until Seth MacFarlane stepped away again from. And, and you can tell whenever he steps away, and and only does the voices and is not a creative voice in the writing room anymore. Yeah, uh, because seasons one through three of Family Guy are amazingly good, and then season four when they came back from what was that a six year hiatus. Yeah, is uh, is just terrible. And then all of a sudden for like two seasons, it's pretty good. Like like five and six were pretty good. And then it went right back to where it was with like, what in the heck is this? Yeah, it was um, just how raunchy can we get away with? They're, right, how raunchy can we get away with? And and the characters are simply a device to tell a joke instead of a character actually telling a joke. Yes, and, exactly. And I've said that so many times with, especially with animation, um, you have to still be true to your characters. And and I've seen so many times, you know, you look at the reboot of Futurama, you look at the reboot of of, uh, of Family Guy, you look at Cleveland Show, you look at uh, you know the later episodes of a of uh, of American Dad. Yeah. Uh, they they stop being true to the characters. The characters are just are simply different voices to tell the same joke and the same raunchy joke. Yeah, I know. And I it, mean, you can't. And how it many... stops being funny. Yeah, I mean, I they're even points where they even try to make fun of themselves and they fall flat like family guy will even make fun of themselves of oh we do too many flashbacks or whatever and it's like okay yeah it, it's great and it's too true. many flashbacks remember the time when yeah exactly and it's just like okay it was funny because when they originally did it like you're saying in season one through three in, and a couple other you know five six it made kind of sense to the joke and it wasn't every episode they did a flashback or five times an episode they did a flashback now it's hey let's just I got a great joke has nothing to do with the story. Yeah. How do we implement this? Oh, flashback. There we go. Or you remember that time, you know, and that's, that's do you remember what? the time the family guy reused a joke? There was a joke in the pilot and then they reused the same joke animated the same way in a later episode. I don't, I, I, I stopped watching family guy. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, but no season one and season two literally have the same joke. It's, uh, it's, uh, Peter drinking wine at communion and he spits it out and he goes, oh, Holy crap, is that really the blood, blood of Christ? Of Christ. <laughs> right. That's a great no, they joke. use that joke twice. That's a great joke, though. That, Man, I that mean, guy must have been wasted 24 hours a day, huh? Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. did they use that in like the Fonz episode, too? Yeah, oh, I think uh, so. Yeah. yeah. But no, it was okay. in the pilot episode, too, and they reused it. But that's a, but it's a great, like that. Okay, it's a, it's a good joke because it was it was funny the way it was used, but then they just constantly. You remember that time I was with, I was the chin of so-and-so. I was like, I, that's, that's stupid. Come on. That's just lazy writing. And I, and I yeah. think, I think a lot of uh, TV shows again, too, it's really hard to stay current and fresh a lot of the yeah. times. Um, South Park has been known to, to do that. There's been a couple seasons like this. Isn't they get good. flat. They, they really get do flat, get flat from time you know, to time. And then, then there's a gem. And then, so, uh, and I think they realize that in the next season, they come back and it's like, oh, they corrected their ways. The Return uh, of the Lord of the Rings to the Two Towers video store. Oh, that was that was. I, Come on, how good a, is that one? Yeah, right. Um, there's there's some really good gems in there, and, and I, I again, I, I love watching South Park. I love Rick and Morty. I I think I would probably watch Futurama more than American Dad, 
reruns. Yeah. Just because I, I think there were more continuous solid seasons of that. Um, yep. I, I, I even feel that way like early, early Simpsons. Yeah. Like, like the first probably like 10 seasons of Simpsons, I think are really great. Um, but then after that, it starts really falling super, super flat. Um, and even so, I love the, the episode of South Park where like, oh, Simpsons did it, Simpsons did it, and everyone else did it. It's like, <laughs> I love that they, they'll make that kind of contrast. Um, yeah. So, I don't know. What's going then Rick on? Rick and Morty went, uh, went, South Park did this four years ago. Wow, they're fast. Even then, we're slow. <laughs> and I think that's the, the, the cool part about Rick and Morty is mm-hmm. they kind of almost sit there and are, are breaking fourth wall, but not blatantly. You know, they, they say it so quick, so fast. They, they do know. say it so quick, but but they blatantly break the fourth wall, they and I blatantly, love when they do it. Yeah, um, and, and, but they because, say it so fast. Uh, like Rick, you don't Rick even... dies, and they go, Project Phoenix activated, and he goes, didn't I shut this down two seasons ago? Yeah, exactly. And, <laughs> and, and so that's the best part is that it's so fast, so quick that you don't recognize it. You have to watch it two or three times. Yeah. And you're like, oh, there's so many little things in the background. Now, I will state, that about what was the show we were talking about solar polar solar opposites or solar opposites yeah i then watched uh there was a promotional video that they did of it and then they started pointing out all the little things of hey did you notice this did you see this did you recognize this i didn't notice that because you know i'm just watching it and casually paying attention usually there's like a either a cocktail or a beer in my hand and it's late at night or I'm, I'm watching it kind of from the side. I'm not really super paying attention to it. I might go back and watch it one more time. I, I think it is worth a, if you're going to watch it, you like Rick and Morty, you like that type of humor, give it a good watch. You might even want to watch it two, two seasons. It's not super long, so you might almost want to give it two tries. Yeah. Ooh. Um, I got pretty into the first season of Disenchanted. I don't know if you did. Uh, the, uh, the new, uh, gosh, Jeff Gronig. Um, uh, oh, 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 uh, oh, yeah, yeah. The, the, yeah, the, yeah. the Netflix one. Yeah. So I tried watching. I haven't watched one. any of season two. I, I did get pretty into season one though. I, I, I just couldn't get past like episode two of season one. And it was just, I don't know, I don't know. I'm just, again, Simpsons and Futurama, like, oh, and I really, I I came back a couple months later. I was like, I really want to give this another try. Yeah. And then just so many things just came up over it. I still want to give it a shot. I still want to give it a try. Yeah. Try. I heard much better things about season two versus season one. Yeah. And and that's what I've heard as well. And so I want to, I want to get back into it and, and, and actually walk through it properly. But uh yeah. You you hear um, that Gronig is involved, and 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 this is like something he's wanted to do for a while, and and you go, oh well, Simpsons, Futurama, obviously, let's go back in the past and let's do something yeah. like that, and uh, but then I hear what is obviously uh, voices that I've heard on Simpsons and Family Guy before, or Simpsons and Futurama, and Futurama before, yeah, um, they're like the, it's the same characters. Yeah, because the king is, uh, uh, gosh, Bender. John DiMaggio. It's Bender. Yeah, it's Bender. It's yeah, it's 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 a little bit New York, New Yorkified Bender. 
Yeah, it's 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 um um it's Bender plus um what is that modern not modern times um Adventure Times because yeah does, he does the dog. Yeah, it, it's Bender mixed with Jake. Yeah, it's Bender what mixed. It with, that's what it is, and you're and, like, and you oh, can't I'm, unhear it. Yeah, that's the problem. It's like oh, these are good jokes, these are good good liners, but it's like that's not the person I want to hear it the the face I want to hear it coming right. out of. Right. I would almost love you know it'd be awesome is if they did a crossover Futurama episode to where they traveled back in time to that yeah. and Bender was the, or, or, or just did a quick thing or, or like the mage but somehow is great. So, some, uh, the mage like somehow summoned this thing from the past or yeah. wizard and it was Bender. I was like, Oh, that's, boom. I, I would love that probably episode of that joke. I think it would mm-hmm. so, so work in that realm. Um, especially um, Lord, I forget what his version was in um, when they did that, um, the fantasy one, the Dungeons and Dragons episode. Yeah. Um, well, that was a whole whole movie. Whole movie, yeah. Yeah, that was a two-hour movie. Uh, yeah, I didn't care for those. <laughs> those were Into horrible. the Wild Green Yonder was pretty good. I'll say that one. Uh, there was the Beast with the Billion Backs. Beast with uh, the Billion Backs. There was Into the Wild Green Yonder. And then there the, was the Dungeons and Dragons spoof. And then Bender's and then Big Score. Other. Bender's Big Score. Yeah. Um, what was what what was the plot of was that the was that the time traveling one? No, Bender's uh, Big Score was the time traveling one. Yeah, Bender's Big Score was the time traveling because he read the tattoo on Fry's back. But yeah. But as it were. Yeah. One zero one one zero Guys, you'll never guess where I've been. <laughs> And it, even like you're saying, within each one of those, but each one's like an hour and a half. It's it's a three episode movie, yeah. essentially what they broke them down to, um, to make a, a single season. There are good jokes within yes. each one of those, mm-hmm. as an episode by episode. No, you can't watch them by themselves. But there are some really good jokes within there. But most of them just kind of almost reference previous episodes. And, yes, and there's like. You're just playing on the nostalgia. You're not being creative. You're just playing on the nostalgia of all the fanboys. And yeah. I, I get it too because those movies were made, what, like seven, eight years after the the show got canceled. Yeah, it, it was made right in between uh, the, the cancellation of the show and the renewal. Uh, Wild Green Yonder was 2009. I'm looking it up now. So. And when did when did. A when new Fut- feature length spectacular. When did Futurama get canceled, though? The first. Uh, was that oh four? Yeah, so I want to say four or five years. Yeah, something like that. Because was yeah. So, uh, we got anything in chat? I know we're. T- uh, you know, it's you know, so surprising is we're not talking Star Trek. I know. It's nine fifty eight. And we I even been... brought up Star Trek earlier in the show, and you didn't take the bait. <laughs> That's what I, I thought was amazing. I, I don't. I don't even remember you doing that. Mm-hmm. What did you say? All right. So hey, out of curiosity, let's go to Star Trek. Curious though. Um, okay. Um, um. Have you seen the announcement for? And I don't remember what it was called now, but the uh, Captain Pike series. No, I haven't. So they are doing. So off of the Discovery, there was season two. They had Captain Pike on that. Yep, and they are going to. They officially announced, and I forget what it was called because they actually named it. Uh, because I think they were going to call it um, Star Trek. 
uh, Enterprise was uh, one of the working titles. I was like, that's already been taken. Um, but you can't, it, you can't do that one because that was yeah. Captain Archer of the yeah. NX-01. So, but it is going to be a, a series of Captain Pike with the Enterprise with Spock, and there is supposed to be a Kirk character in that. How are they going to play that one off? I don't know. <laughs> so it's supposed to be a young Kirk or a young, a young like ensign coming up, Kirk. Uh, Captain Pike and Spock and their okay. adventures on the OG Enterprise. Okay. Uh, I, I, I don't know how I feel about this. As long as I don't think- know how I feel about this because this is, this is also muddling timelines again, because remember we rebooted Star Trek in 2009 and Kirk jumped directly from the Academy to literally captain of the flagship. Um, well, Which, that, that's well, that, an, that's well, another that, issue altogether. Well, that that's an alternate. That's a that's the JJ. Cadets, Abrams. board your ship. That's Captain a, Kirk, will you take the con? Well, that that's a that's a JJ Abrams timeline though. So this is right. because this is supposed to be still be the original timeline. Right. So this is supposed to explain because and again I think this is more like the pilot, the original pilot where it is Captain Pike, and and they even do reference that in. Um, uh, Star Trek um, Discovery season two, which mm-hmm. is kind of cool because they do a whole episode on a flashback of the pilot episode of meeting the I forget what the aliens, but with the big brains and everything like that. Mm-hmm. Um, so that was actually probably the best episode of season two, in my opinion. And then there was another church episode that was a really good because, because they were standalone. Everything else then was all about the stupid Red Danger. Also, oh, so dumb. Don't even get me talking. I don't want to talk about it anymore. Um, <laughs> Discovery—it's horrible. Um, yep. I just hope. I just hope. And this might be my only other problem with uh, uh, Picard. I wish it'd be a bit more episodic or multiple adventures. You know, yeah. two two episodes a story. Give it that. Do yeah. do eight do a eight episode season and give me four stories. I would really more uh, enjoy that than one long gigantic seven and a half hour movie. Essentially, yeah. You know, I think that was my only issue with Picard was again uh, we we talked about it a couple episodes back, yep. and I, I got to finish it, and then I kind of started going back and digging into like what did they originally pitch this and they originally pitched it as a character development of picard and how he was and i don't really agree with that anymore i don't think they did what they were selling to the audience to the the fanboys and everything like that to some extent sure but not as much yeah um it it kind of landed halfway in between, halfway between servicing the fanboys and halfway between telling a brand new story. Um, and and I think I, I'm in agreement with you. I think they drug it out a little bit too much. I could have done with six episodes, not yeah, 10. yeah. Or it, it, I could have done with let's do you know six episodes to tell this main story and then four episodes to tell another. I could have done that, I, but yeah. it was too drawn out and there was too much in between the story moving forward yeah i i would have loved like yeah because i think we talked about there are too many slow slow paced episodes to where three episodes probably could have been condensed into one and with good editing and but for some reason they needed to hit that 10 
episode story arc. And I was like, no, the story actually would have made so much more sense if you just did it in seven or eight. And um, I would have even more appreciated a bit more, maybe one or two individual. Now I know with that story that they were going with, it's very hard to do an individual character story with it. Right. Um, because they're basically from day one on a mission to do something because uh, Data's daughter 1.0 uh, died episode one. Yeah. And so you know, you're on a mission right away. There's no way you can deviate off it. And they almost seem to try with like the the whole half an episode of Raffi's son. And they're like, oh, look, let's divert a story over here really quick for a half episode. Right. Like, that that's stupid cut that whole thing out that's yeah. stupid because yeah, and, and i said i could have totally done without that whole sequence because they didn't do anything with it they introduced raffi's son and, you know they did nothing else with they it, they did so. nothing else with it and then at the very end of the season raffi's a lesbian yeah right <laughs> um you know or or at least she's chummy with seven of nine for and, some and reason apparently jacota forced seven that way yeah, I was like, whatever. Apparently, he's not a Klingon. <laughs> so, or at least Riker. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, yeah, I, I, I don't know. Uh, I'm very intrigued to see what season two leads up to. I did find out, though, that um, uh, Patrick Stewart didn't know he was uh, the last episode. Yeah. He had no idea how that was going to play out. He just knew the basic story and was really intrigued about the basic story, but didn't know till like the day of shooting that he was essentially going to be resurrected as this spoiler right here. He dies Synthetic. and gets, re gets resurrected as a goal. I, I did a little pause there um, for people. I, I will say that I, I call BS on, on the whole writer's take on... Uh, um, on episode 10 in that they said it was always the, the plan for, for Patrick Stewart to, to die and be resurrected. No, it was not. No, it was... He got renewed for season two, and so he lived. Yeah, no. They were going it, to it, kill him off in a no. glorious fashion, saving, saving you know, the galaxy, essentially, and, and you, you know, given a, a martyr's goodbye, or you were going to resurrect him and we got a season two. That was yeah. the plan from the beginning. Don't don't BS me. I'm smarter than that. Yeah, exactly. They they really played on to the whole like uh, fans are the the new fans. That almost seemed like a new fan service of like, oh, mm -hmm. the new fans caught on. They like this, and uh, we 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 can't kill Picard. And again, mm -hmm. too, even the two of us, and we're not even writers or any, but we're just good Star Trek fans. Are like, there were better ways to resurrect him, yeah. better stories for season two. I mean, again, the two the the one story that you and I both agreed, Q snaps yep. that's the dream or Trial he brings never it really ended exactly and then that's like how do you how do you what not so for god's sake how do you not write that and then you're like oh and and they already asked before this season even premiered they were they asked guy or um whippy goldberg to come back yeah and you're like this is leading to a q thing q has to be q has to be there has to be there if he's now, not, you're doing TNG a disservice. Yeah, now he did. He was say, the main antagonist of episode of episode one uh, and TNG. the yeah episode one and the very last episode. Yeah, he's the antagonist, and, and that ended. Episode perfect. one, episode one fifty one. He's still yeah. there. Yeah, exactly. 
So now he said he he won't come back uh, because he he says he felt he aged too much. He says he aged too much. I would think it'd be a great slight at Picard. Oh, you're looking so frail in your current state. Here, will yeah. this make you feel better? Exactly. Like, uh, you, you can, you you can explain away anything. Q is a god. Yes, <laughs> I, exactly. You just need to do 30 seconds of de-aging footage, which they probably have somewhere. Yeah. You know, and, and it's Disney or uh, CBS here. They got the money to do it. They got or, the money to do it. They got the money. Or the horrible effects. It's fine because they're... They didn't do well. Actually, give me a Princess Leia. You know, that's yeah, all I need. Yeah, exactly. Um, <laughs> heck, I oh. wouldn't. I wouldn't even mind him like digitally imposed as something else, and his face is just animated like a, a statue. Oh, you know, starts haunting the car. Wizard of Oz. Pay no attention to the man behind the curtain. Yeah, you know that. I would have liked that. Um, just, oh God. I, I think that yeah. was the the fault. And um, so, but I am intrigued because so back to the the Christopher Pike uh, series, they are they are stating it is supposed to be nothing like, but again this is them back to stating mm-hmm. stuff. That's why I wanted to mention that with Picard, mm-hmm. nothing like Discovery, nothing like Picard. That's all they mentioned, right. and so it's nothing like Discovery. Well, there was because there was like the battles were were just I don't know, yeah, yeah whatever. Yeah. But um, they weren't typical Star Trek battles. But at the same time, if you think about it, you know, most people, most fanboys, when they complain about Star Trek battles, and this is like your big argument too, like DS Nine. Well, each budget got bigger and bigger and bigger, and so the battles got more complex. And it's really it was more of not a it was a budgeting issue. Yeah, it wasn't really a storytelling issue. It was like, look, we physically can't we do can this. We can only with... afford to put ship in the scene. Yeah, we exactly. How much this costs? And, and all of our ships are model based. They're not computer animated, so we can't like have them do barrel rolls and and flipping through space. And so there, it's literally just move, fire phasers, you know, left to right. Um, where DS9 we on XY still, or is there a Z? I'm yeah, exactly. And where DS9 they started getting into some animation later in four, they got a budget and they went, Oh my god, we can go up, exactly. Yeah, you know, where where spaceships are literally ramming through other ships, um, the Jem'Hadar are ramming through ships that look like the Enterprise, yeah, um, just really big Maquis ships, yeah, exactly. So they had a budget for it, and and sorry if if you didn't know that plot point. (laughs) <laughs> there, there's a ship that's based off a Maquis Raider that is like a full-size ship that is like a shuttlecraft with, with nacelles tacked on the side of it. And the fanboys hate it because it's seen so many times in the background of... of uh, oh, oh, yeah. Uh, well, that was the, I mean... Yeah. <laughs> that, I guess that was, a, that was actually another little pet peeve of mine in Picard was when, again, spoiler, Riker shows up at the end. Yeah, every ship is the same ship. Yes, it's like really, like, really come I've on. Seen, I've seen the fleet that yeah. uh, that protected uh, Earth in uh, in First Contact. Yeah, like that should be the fleet. That I mean, yeah, I mean, I mean, I want, I wanted him, Riker, to be him when he said, "We have the, mo- I'm, I'm, I have the most powerful I'm, ship." I'm sitting on the bridge of the most advanced warship in the Federation fleet. And Every would, uh, ship around you looks the exact same. Come on, Riker. You know, yeah. I mean, I, hell, please. It would have been awesome to have both versions, models of the Enterprise somewhere back there. Right. Uh, uh, of like, you give know, me old, a D&E. give me a D and E, uh, you know, 
in there. That'd be awesome. Even a defiant would have been hilarious. Yeah. In the background. With Warp still in command. With Warp still in command of this old little rinkety dinkly ship back there. It's a you cute know. little ship, Warp. <laughs> you know, um, or even like, what happened to the digital armor plating that Janeway gave everyone? Right. You know, um, Little, little things like that kind of annoyed me. I mean, but, a little board tech integrated in because apparently it's free reign right now. Right? Yeah. I mean, the Romulans seem to have it, so it's whatever. It Borg, Certainly, the Federation does with uh, with Seven coming back with all that yeah. board tech on board. Borg, Borg, Borg uh, you would sit there and, and think that um, Borg cubes are just randomly like disintegrating and, and floating around in space, and so they're just free. <laughs> so whatever. Uh, <laughs> yeah. So by uh, the way, this is Zeke. This is the uh, the stray that we brought in uh, about two and a half years ago. So he's st- he's still cool, even after a little surgery. He's still cool. Oh, what happened? Uh, he had to, he had a mass removed above his eye. Um, he had a, a growth that started above his eye that was cancerous. Oh, ouch. yeah, and he's only two and a half years old. Like we found him at less than six weeks old. So, but he's doing great now. John, are you getting another drink? Well, I wasn't getting a drink drink, but I was just getting something to wet, wet your whistle. Something to wet my whistle, but I was like, ah, I don't have any small glasses. Mm-hmm. That's like a shot right there. Is that only drink. a shot? Yeah, well, I mean, I'm not going to shoot it. I'm going it looks to like a friendly pour. That's a friendly pour. That's a friendly pour. That's an ounce That's a friendly pour. That's like... Uh, that's an I know the owner pour. Yeah, that's an I know the owner. That's that's not yeah. two ounces. That's like 1.75. <laughs> Civil says he wants that tropical old-fashioned. Yeah, well, so did I. Because that was freaking good. As <laughs> good I, as this one is, that one was better. Now, you need to go and upscale that to, uh, like... So I've always thought of this. I've always wanted to make big batch cocktails. And an old um, I have successfully scaled up mojitos. No, um, yeah, and I yeah. and and I bet I could do other cocktails as well cuz I, I, I have a recipe for a 40 ounce mojito. Now, could you do a 2 gallon old fashioned? Yes, I probably could. Could I drink two gallons of old fashioned in no, three months? No, 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 no. Three months? Oh yeah, sure. Three months, sure. Even that's iffy. Even that's iffy. That's a lot of old fashioned. Two gallons. Do you know how much whiskey that is? Well, you're ta- oh no, not much because they come in they come in half gallons. So we, we you'd probably at least get two of those. That's one gallon. So that you're at a fifty percent ratio, which is not my my old fashioned mix is ninety percent whiskey. Maybe maybe three quarter whiskey. Okay, so we can go three quarter. So let's go three quarter. Whiskey. So am I going to burn through the thing two is and a, a half okay, gallons? Let me ask you this then: Could it's, you it's, make it's, one it's, cheap it's enough? To, it's three to point seven five. Is what the enough. ratio is. Could you make it cheap enough? Because yes, you could do it anything. But could you make it like say cheap enough? Say if I gave you fifty bucks, mm-hmm. and then and then do it because most of that is the is the liquor. Right. You know, a bottle a bottle of, uh, a, a single bottle of bitters will do that whole entire two gallons. Thereabouts, yeah. Thereabouts. So, uh... I've never popped the top off an Angostura bottle. That feels weird. Um, now, my only question is, 
how do you do it with now i because i want to do it without the garnishing right so you would how, do it without the garnish um, so or you that, would add uh this is what courage and stone did they added uh like essence of fruit into their into their mix and so their bottles are 80 proof cocktails that already have orange and cherry in them yes so so we would have to do that i mean we can do that on my channel because obviously you know it's not tech related right <laughs> even though you're like i want to do it on mine <laughs> <laughs> or on my second channel when I finally start that. <laughs> it won't get any views on mine, but I still want to do it. <laughs> right. No, exactly. And I'll just be called an alcoholic the whole entire time. You know what irritates me is I put so much time into a couple of recent videos and they, they hardly got any views. And then I do a, like, turn the camera on and what's in my server rack right now? And it's like my number one video in, in I, however long. You know, that's... That's the thing. It's so weird. There are so many. I mean, I, I'm nowhere near the size of you, but I still understand that. Yeah, you still feel it. I right. still feel it of like, I put no effort into this, no thought. It literally was like, I woke up. I, like, I got to post a video today. Okay, yep. how do I do this? Oh, I'm editing this. And oh, crap, that shot didn't turn out. That shot didn't turn out. Whatever. I don't even like this beer. Let's just send it. Just send yeah. it. It's my number three video of my yeah. whole channel. <laughs> you know, it's like, what? The, what? Why did that yeah. happen? My uh, my two most recent videos are my number one and number two videos of the last uh, last three months or so. Mm -hmm. Um, my what's in my home network after twenty four hours had ninety four hundred views. My Raspberry Pi Unify tutorial has seventeen thousand. Oh, it dang. did seventeen thousand in twenty four hours. There you go. Right, like like get her done kind of thing, right? Yeah. Um, yeah, it's it's so frustrating because that was such an easy video to film, and I've, it's something I've done a dozen times blindfolded with a hand behind my back. Yeah. And yet, all of a sudden, it's my number one video since January. The the thing is, though, it, it almost seems like simple stuff. Uh, yeah. yeah. It, it, I I don't know. It, it. I here here's what I think it is. I think it's it's also experts plus novices want to well, novices want to know how to do it experts want to know how do you do it how did i do it right and and uh how is it different than how did i you know how did they do it right. and i think that's where the views come in because my number one again too is nothing again compared to you i'm a completely different channel but it is a tutorial video of how yeah. to do something how to clean your glassware and right. it is like this is like something I learned, you know, how to do at the tap room. This is like yeah. something you this should is learn. How you clean glassware in a bar? Yeah, how you clean glassware? Like, oh, how blah, is blah, this? Blah. How is this forbidden and, knowledge? And, and the, the thing is, too, is I did it even in the aspect of because of what was stupid, I didn't think about it. Was I do it as a bar aspect because I do it as oh, here's a big sink, and this is how you do a lot of glassware. I even shot it that way, and it's mm -hmm. still my number one video of like it, it's just climbing, and it's still climbing today of uh, it's just oh here's two sinks because how my kitchen is and it's just like in my rest my bar was here's two sinks and a drying rack this is how you do right. it with a with you know 800 glassware now is that how you do it at home no technically not but i just shot it that way because my brain was it was late at night and i was like oh, look I, I i think this would be kind of an interesting video i'm out of ideas i i agree with novella hub here john needs a what's in my beer fridge video 
Yeah, there's a lot in my beer. Shoot fridge. it. That's a, Shoot that's, it. That's a lot of beer. What's in my beer fridge? I don't <laughs> care if it's 12 minutes. I'll freaking watch it. That's a lot. <laughs> uh, I so so I will say, I I I don't know how well this video is going to play because this is more of an experimental, dumb video idea. It'll probably be shot Friday, and uh -huh. I might I might again join Jeff's Discord. The reason I I kind of use Jeff's Discord as, as he said my channel is also. I joke a lot about my channel. I take a lot of crap I, and I post a lot of fun things. And I think, I think everyone kind of likes that too. Yeah. John's, this, John's the tag along on my discord. Yeah. yeah I'm like the bonus. I'm the free yeah. bonus. I don't uh, think you're even the second biggest YouTuber on there. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, uh, I'm thinking about spoiling it. No, I won't. I'm Actually, no, no, uh, Tom Lawrence tech joined. So I'm not even the biggest YouTuber oh, on there you your go. channel. There you go. <laughs> Uh, I'm not. I'm not going to spoil it. But I'll, so if you hang out, I think I'll probably. It'll be the Saturday. I'll probably be videoing it, and then you'll see pictures. But it's not going to be actually about the beer. It's going to be about my experience drinking the beer, and, and the facial expressions because that's what a lot of people seem to like about my channel is just my yeah. honesty and weirdness. Yes. It, it, this is purely a purely entertaining video not beer related I'm, I'm gonna do a beer review i will do a beer review and an honest beer review yeah. i will tell you this it's going to be extremely painful skull Physically. says skull says what's in my beer fridge part one of blank oh i should do, you know what i should do i'm gonna do what's in my beer fridge i have go by brand i have five shelves i can do a yeah. five-part video of like what what's on shelf one one yeah uh i will state because of everything that's been going on we dedicated the bottom shelf to uh, um, um, extend the normal refrigerator area. Yeah, my, my beer fridge got imposed on as well. Yeah, so it was like, oh, there's double eggs and double milk and yep. you know stuff like that. The earlier on essentials that were were said to be bad, and I th I, I honestly think my wife is trying to permanently leave it there. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, no, nah, I don't mind your Get wine. She devils. Yeah, I, I don't mind your wine being in there because, oh, it's yeah. alcoholic. Sure. Right. You know, makes sense. it makes sense. Why are there eggs here? Why is there dairy products in here? I don't need this in here. This is not part of it. And then I started to notice they started creeping up onto shelf number two. Uh huh. That's like, how it starts, is, man. No, no. My my fridge in the garage when I started this year was nothing but beer and and like mixers like Coke and ginger ale yeah. and ginger beer and stuff like that. And all of a sudden, it's got like two 18 packs of eggs and a and like three extra things of butter. And, yep, yep. That's yep. Like, yeah, I I think I have like two packs of eggs, hot dogs, and kibasa. Yep, I got I got a couple of I got like two gallons of milk. She has some like yogurt stuff in there and the kids. i have three gallons of milk in mine we usually have three gallons of milk yeah, uh yeah. T t today was like we were low and so i was like okay i got a couple i got four things of yogurt um i know there's like at least two dozen eggs the kids' <laughs> juice is in there now yeah i've got capri sun in my beer fridge right yep, now i got capri I sun totally do. i got capri sun and great juice boxes uh, those I'll, I'll, I'll give them. I'll give them that. Okay. Uh, Rudrush says top 100 excuses to day drink. There's you a video. Oh, 100 excuses. That's a lot. Top 100 I, excuses to day drink. I, I really wanted to do. 
uh, shower beer. What is the best shower beer? And see, I would watch that. You know, and it literally, oh, I don't know if I should do it as a series or as like a one video and it'd be like a month long aspect of every day I took a video and here's the best one. Or is it one video, one week, okay, I'm only going to drink IPAs in the shower and here's that video experience. Here's the best shower IPA. Here's, here's the, the best, best shower sh- stout. Yeah, exactly. And so it, it's all these ideas of like, I don't know quite how to execute them. <laughs> yeah. Because I want to get the best out of it because I think the idea is cool. But at the same time, you know, uh, 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 they're just hard to execute too. Again, yeah. I'm not, I'm nowhere near the size of you. So this is more of like 99% of my videos are shot 11 PM, yeah. you know, at late at night in, and there's a reason it's in my garage. It's the furthest away from everyone. Yeah. Um, my, my first 15 videos were shot at 11 PM or on location at John's bar. Yeah. And, uh, and, and they were like, something I was doing way outside my extracurricular activity. And, uh, and I think about episode nine or so it's like, okay, this could really be something because I've seen a little bit of early success. And, and so it started creeping onto like the, okay, the kid is in bed. I'm going to start shooting at 8 PM now. And, yeah. and now it's like Saturdays are mine. I wake up on Saturdays and it's production day. Yeah. And, and, and so it's, it's weird. The, the progression I go through from like, this was like an ancillary thing to all of a sudden it's like, it's literally part of my daily life. Yeah. Now, now it's a job. Now it's a job. Right. Yeah. Where that? So I'm, I'm still stuck in the, uh, Oh, it's, it's cool. It's fun to have this, but you know, I, I have a day job. I have family. I have obligations to still, to still do. And civil says, civil says he'll, he'll watch the shower beer episode, but you have to be shirtless. Oh, of course, obviously. I think that's a given. That's a given. There's, I've been shirtless on my channel it's before. It's just, how do I use the wide-angle lens, or do I use the tight lens? I think telephoto would be better for you. <laughs> now, should I do, like, I can totally do a whole... What's, what's really funny is I beat you to shower beer. I know. I, you, I, you, I would, yeah. you did beat me. I actually I did. did want to go... I don't remember what video that was. I was, like, thinking that the other day. I was like... What video was that? I want to go watch that again. I want to watch that ad again. Yeah. Yeah, it was for an ad spot. So but it was still a shower beer. It and, was. and I was still shirtless in that that yep. that take. So if you civil, <laughs> uh, if you want to go find some good thumbnails, I yeah. I'm sure Jeff will not tell you the episode or or not episode because there was I don't even remember which one it was. It was, it was a yeah. while ago. So it was a it was like what a year and a half ago? Yeah, something like, something like that. There is a video of Jeff shirtless. Could be a good thumbnail. Could not be. Could be could a good be. new uh, bite my bits T-shirt. I think all you see is like my shoulder forward. You don't actually <laughs> see me shirtless. But I was in the shower opening a beer. Yeah. Let that be known. I uh, my my wet arm reaches out and grabs a beer and then pulls it into the shower and then I open the beer and I toss the cap back onto the counter. That was the that was the shot. And I I thought it worked to pretty good effect. Yeah. I, my only problem is doing the, yeah, I, 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 I wouldn't mind doing that. No, maybe, maybe I'll do, uh, because yeah, I'm, maybe I'll do a, uh, a beer one. Uh, I was going to contact, um, uh, a couple local breweries because I was in talks with them and they were, they were thinking about, again, I, I think I said this in my boot live, uh, of doing lives. I really wanted to, I really would like to get into that. I think that would just be fun too. 
just more um, from my experience of cinematography, because especially doing this has become fun. Uh, but like Sorry, film I'm being right now. <laughs> oh, uh, and actually, I might even I might because I bet you would be uh, love to do more actually that part of filming the brewing the brewing aspect. I'd love to do a brewery tour or just yeah. film a brewing process with someone sometime. Yeah, I know. And so I think we could do um, two of the bigger ones in in our in, in the Salem area. Um, I, I'm Ooh, uh, John. Trick logic. What beer do I put in my can pancake batter? Pancake batter. Oh. Beer batter pancakes. What beer, beer do I use? No, actually, That's okay. a good question. That is a good question, but I actually do know a slight answer to that. Uh, so I will tell you this right away. I do know right away that a domestic lager uh, is the number one thing for a lot of... Now, I'm, I don't know for pancakes, but I know for bread. Yeah. And the reason is because it's a lighter, flavorless thing, and the carbonation... Um, it's actually more of a carbonation thing, not a beer and hops and malt thing. The, they, the malt will give you a little bit of sweetness, and that's about it. But alcohol, most alcohol of it burns, burns off, burns out right away, yeah. and you'll get no flavor from it. But it's the uh, malt and slash carbonation. So the carbonation will actually give you a bit more airy bubbles. Yep. And so if you want to really, it'll help everything rise. It'll energize your yeast. Yep. Yada yada yada. Yeah, yeah, yada yada. Exactly. And so if you're looking for that, and you're still wanting to keep the sweet batter of a um, pancake or waffle, whatever, either one will be fine. Uh, oh, I love a, me a waffle. A, a, a lager. A very light, flavorless lager. Um, and the sounds... And, and see, my natural instinct would go to be like a bright pilsner. A bright pilsner would work. And in, in all honesty, actually, I, now that I was thinking about it, is it actually might be like a Budweiser Reserve because those mm -hmm. are sweeter, maltier. Now, we don't yeah. like the corn flavor, but that burns off, I'm betting. But Correct. there's a lot of sweet corn sugars in it. And so yeah. that batter, which being a breakfast, will probably help with that sweetness. Uh, and so you'll never Dang wanna, it, Richard. You'll never want to do an IPA. R Richard found my shower beer. Did he? How are they already so fast? That was fast. The $40 wireless mechanical keyboard uh, Velocifier, the KB61WS. Yep. That was the video. It was about <laughs> that time. So I'm, I'm going to just tell you, yes, you're probably right. <laughs> well, yeah. That's funny. That someone actually went back and found it. I guess if you search my channel for if you knew who whose ad that was, you could probably find it very easily because the links were all in the description. But uh, yeah, that's funny. Uh, <laughs> on the Discord, Civil is uh, posting. <laughs> you might have to scroll up just a hair. I'm reading. I'm reading. Uh, there's a uh, there's a picture of me in ponytails. Oh, okay. I wasn't looking at pictures. I was looking at... <laughs> <laughs> I've seen that picture before, actually. Yep. That got me a date. <laughs> no, that got me a that date. That got you married. Are you kidding? No, that was, was a different girl. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yes, yes, yes. All right. All right. I think, all, I, I, think I think that's enough of John's ponytail for one night. <laughs> so this has been episode 134 of Talking Heads. Thank you so much for joining us on this Wednesday night. 
We very much appreciate it. Make sure to follow me on Twitter at Craft Computing. Subscribe yeah. to the channel if you haven't done so already. Follow John on uh, on YouTube at uh, Hops and Brews and pretty much anything at Hops and Brews. And yep. I mean anything, anything at Hops and Brews. Tinder, whatnot, you're, you know, fans yep. only, whatever. Swipe right, buddy. Yep. Um, yeah, but uh, seriously, go look him up if you enjoy the beer content on this channel. It's a lot more of that and more. Um or it's all of this and more. I it's say. It, yeah. It's the, it, it, it it's a it's, lot more of this and even more than more of this. Yeah, it, it's all the the beer humor. If you like the beer humor part aspect yes. of it, it is is that or the drinking. I don't go into the cocktails when I try to do cocktails, which I he usually has me. On I the usually show. have Jeff on the show, which <laughs> we have we had in the schedule for so long, and this all happened. And it was this like, beer has been in my fridge for six months. <laughs> I'm not even joking. <laughs> And then on top of that, we have so many others. I was like, oh. You still have a video you owe me, and I have a video I owe you. Exactly. And that's, that's what really like, sucks about it's this. It's like, sucks about this. It's like, oh. <sighs> I built John an entire editing workstation, and we haven't been able to film part B yet. And that was that was freaking seven months ago. And I'm not even kidding about that day. I know. It was always like, oh, okay, we'll do this. We'll do this. Oh, yeah. I got to move. Okay. Okay. You moved. I got to get that. Okay. And okay. Pandemic. The, the pandemic. And I was like, oh, <laughs> damn it. Right. <laughs> Uh, yeah. OnlyFans, Hops and Brews, Ali wants to know. Yes. <laughs> it's only a dollar, too. That's, That's right. Yeah. <laughs> Just like Jeff Discord, it's only a dollar. And it, for some people, two for one. That's right. <laughs> if you have a spouse who wants to get onto the Discord and you've already paid for the Discord, by all means, let me know. I will get them on. Yeah. So uh, I've done that on multiple occasions already. Well, at least two. So. Um. Yeah. Uh, anyway, thank you guys for watching. I do appreciate it. Make sure to join us every Wednesday night at 8 p.m. Pacific time for the latest in beer news right here on YouTube. And tech news. And, uh, and tech news. Did I, didn't I say tech news? No, I, I said, just said beer said, news. You just said beer news. That's where my mind's at right now. Yeah. All right. Cool. Uh, anyway, thanks so much for watching, and we'll see you next week.